Hi, I'm Raymond, and you're listening to Insert Quest here. Today's quest is Base Raiders. This is part three of Heat 3, Parisian Ball. Uh, this is Parisian Ball... Something to do with bad stuff happening. I think it's Crash. D-Day. <laughs> it's not D-Day, but that <laughs> would work. The point is, it's part three. Um... Can we just call uh, it something to do with bad stuff happening? Yeah, something. This is. Prison heat, ball. bad stuff happens. <laughs> something to do with bad stuff happening. Um, <laughs> yes, so we left off with our players, uh, our player characters staring up at UFOs. Um, let's have our players introduce themselves, starting with Ryan. Hey everyone, I'm Ryan. You might recognize my voice from such role playing podcasts as Ragnarok. Uh, today I'm going to be playing Amriel. Amriel is a demon who was summoned to the earthly plane by an evil sorceress who disappeared in Ragnarok. And uh, ever since then, she has been a, a professional base raider, um, adventuring, trying to build a better life for herself, uh, getting kind of a girlfriend, and uh, hanging out with these guys. Nice. Okay. Uh, I'm Alex. Uh, I am one of the voices in Ryan's head, also from the Ragnarok podcast. And or he's chained up to... in my basement. Yes, and if you listen to Ragnarok, you'll understand that. Uh, and today, I shall be playing Greg. He is a hyper-intelligent alien nanoswarm uh, from a distant world who came to this planet to scout it out. And while he was here, his species was enslaved. So he is trying. He is base raiding to try to uh, recover some tech that he can use to get back home and free his species. And he smells <laughs> like a fart. <laughs> uh, and I'm Finn, and I'm playing Yuri, the robot driver thrill seeker, trying to, I guess, live at large and make something of himself. I guess at this point, thrill seeker um, is always a good profession. Um, <laughs> Yes, so something that I forgot to do at the beginning of last uh, episode um, that I want to apologize for is I didn't warn you guys about the content. So this uh, adventure features neo-fascists and European nationalists and modern conservative a-holes um, and while I don't want to, like, glorify those people, I also don't want to, like, erase their attitudes because what's the point of including them if we're not going to let them, like, be the characters that they are? So, forewarning, there's some pretty... There, there may be some uh, upsetting language used in this, but no, uh, that... Karmically, it's all going to work out because, you know, it's a super-powered fate game. They're going to get their comeuppance. There's a yeah. demon. The demon's not going to be like, oh, yeah, fascism's cool. Well, I mean... <laughs> yeah, from a, a demonic, demon. from a demonic perspective, fascism probably is pretty cool, but, you know, not when you have to deal with it. In the middle yeah, exactly. of Paris. It, it's more of like, it's like, um, who's here seen The Prophecy? No. Uh, so Gabriel is all like, we should wipe out humans. And at the end of the movie, Lucifer shows up. He's like, fuck you, Gabriel. 
This is my shit. Don't fucking steal my adversary business. This is my job. I fucking fought a war for this job. Get the fuck out of here. Is that the one with Josh Brolin in the diner? Um, I think no, so. Um, yeah. Christopher Walken plays Gabriel and Vigo Mortis. I can never pronounce his last name. Aragorn is Lucifer. Oh, no, I haven't seen he's, that. He's, he's like cool and collected and very displeased that Gabriel stole his shit. I think I'm thinking of Legion. Uh, yeah. You are probably thinking of Legion, which that is also awful. a similar movie. One is one's a lot more dark and philosophical than the other one's an action movie. <laughs> Legion had Dennis Quaid. Yes, ah, it did. Yeah, Dennis it Quaid. Dennis I love Quaid. Dennis Quaid. I'm so into Dennis Quaid. Anyway, that's all irrelevant. There's your trigger warning, content warning, whatever you want. Um, Dennis Quaid warning. Dennis Quaid warning. Uh, so when we left off, the base that our teams were racing towards had lifted up into the sky and was now some kind of floating Nazi UFO. Um, and the Valkyrs are hanging off the side of it, climbing up. It's like 100 metres up in the air. Uh, and and our teams, are, are, uh, our super team, our combo team of the Ethereals and the Japanese motorsports team are staring up at this fascist UFO. Uh, and that's when uh, we're going to cut to the news reports that are coming in, flooding uh, the Parisian airways uh, and being beamed out across the world uh, as people uh, panic over this supervillain-ish plot. No one really knows what's happening, uh, but each of our players is going to uh, take on the role of a news team. Uh, and they're going to show us what the people uh, of Paris are telling the world about this event. So, who wants to go first? Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Um. Oh, uh, and now we we cross to Pierre for our for our um, traffic update. Um. <laughs> uh, thank you, Antoinette. There there appears to be a few uh, major disturbances on the the highway um, after the the apparent base raiders um, cruising through and. Wreaking havoc on the on the traffic congestion. What? It, holy, holy fuck! What the? Oh, Pierre, Pierre, what do you see? What's happening, Pierre? There, there's some kind of fissure opening around the around the Louvre, and oh, oh god, no! What? The, Pierre, Pierre, um, uh, there's the the Louvre's just lifted off. I, I, I um, some some kind of. Catastrophic earthquake has occurred, and a portion a portion of central Paris has just levitated up. Um, it, it appears to be some a number of individuals are holding on. More seem to be converging on that point. I, uh, it's hard to it's hard to tell. Um, no, no, pull us wider, pull us wider. We're getting too close. Um, across to the other people. Yep. Who else, who wants to go next? Um, I guess I'll go. All right. Um, News sources are speculating wildly about who's responsible for this catastrophe over Paris. I think it's safe to say who's responsible for this. Extra-dimensional refugees. 
They come in here to our universe through their space holes and their time rips and their rifts. They don't have work visas. They don't have papers. And before you know it, enough of them just pool in one place and boom, Paris is a UFO. (laughs) That is exactly the kind of contrast I wanted to see. Paris is a UFO. They don't um, even have work visas. Like, how the fuck would you even apply for one, Alex? From, a, from another universe. So, I'm going to take a slightly different tax for all the people who aren't watching TV. They hear about it and they turn to Twitter, which is where they find someone broadcasting live on Periscope. Um, he's holding his, it's someone holding a, a shaky cell phone. Uh, yo, you wouldn't believe this. I was on the way to the Louvre because I'm on vacation in Paris, and all of a sudden, <laughs> everything starts shaking. And look, and he pans his phone up, and you get an underside view of this giant uh, UFO with like bits of street and masonry falling off of it as the, it rises. The UFO up. itself is very um, industrial looking. It doesn't have any smooth edges at all. It's like somebody took a. Um, uh, like a uh, a factory and turned it inside out and tried to pull it over a frisbee. So it's a diesel punk UFO. It's very it's it's but it's very jagged. Like it's not even like um if you've seen Iron Skies, the UFOs in that have a sort of a Panzer tank look to them. This mm-hmm. is not that. This is like jagged um pipes and everything are along the outside. You can see like um what look like uh, Tesla coils or something like there's green <laughs> lightning coming off them. Um, doesn't seem to be striking anything, but perhaps that's the propulsion mechanism. But there's also like big thrusters shooting out gouts of um, orange flame. And this guy's just staring up at it on his cell phone. Oh, wait, I've got the perfect lead in for you, too. So this guy, he pans his cell phone up and goes, look at that thing. And all of a sudden you hear, boom, boom, and he, he drops the phone down and you can see these two uh, cars. One of them looks like this uh, jalopy with huge wheels and the other one is a super high-tech race car barreling down the street towards this UFO. And he goes, who the fuck is that? Uh, yes, uh, I, uh, another um, another news team reports in. It's like, we're now crossing to our man on the... A woman, sorry. A woman on the street. Uh, uh, Simone, what, what, what do you have for us? Uh, it's it's pandemonium, pandemonium down here, uh, Jean. It's pandemonium. Um, the 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 uh, the base raiders seem to have just pulled up on the street, um, coming out of their homes. They're terrified. Uh, no one really knows what's going on, and this colossal behemoth uh, looms in the skies over Paris. Uh, oh, oh, hang on a moment. Um, there seems to be some activity. Someone is approaching the base raiders. Um, a a young uh, girl, um, couldn't be older than uh, twelve, uh, is has just like run over from her mother, or the crowds uh, at least, um, and is now running towards um, you guys. And you can see like a few cameras, and you can see a news helicopter hovering nearby. Mm-hmm. And um, I imagine we've we've essentially like pulled up the cars and all like 
got out to like stare up at this thing. Yeah, I believe the end of last run, we closed out with you guys staring up at this thing, like the end <laughs> yeah. of... Uh, well, I imagine what the end of uh, Infinity War Part 1 will look like. Um, <laughs> it's like, I look forward to waiting 12 months for the conclusion of this movie. <laughs> um, or I guess the end of the fifth Star Wars movie ends sort of similar when they're staring at the galaxy. Um, and so, uh, yeah, this girl runs up to you and she grabs... Um, she she sort of grabs you, uh, Yuri, and she's mm-hmm. looking up at you and she says, "I like are crouch you, down to her. Are are you guys going to stop the supervillains?" And everyone on the street is staring at you, and all these news cameras are on you, and then TKS are looking at you guys, and, and you're also like looking yeah, to like look around at the crowd one another. and look to each other. As you guys uh, realize, there's no fucking superheroes in the world anymore. And a fucking supervillain machine just took up over Paris. You're the closest thing the world has to superheroes. You're the most. You're some of the most high-profile, super-powered individuals on the planet right now. And the entire city of Paris, a large majority of whom probably hate you, are all <laughs> looking to you to solve the problem. And this whole street of people are just looking at you guys, waiting to see what you'll do next. <laughs> I just... <laughs> I'm sorry, I had a fantastic idea. Yeah? <laughs> so... Go for it. I looked at Amriel, I looked at Greg. <laughs> Greg seems to be pulsing in a weird way. So so we have like all the cameras, so all the, like, the floating cameras and everything are on us, right? Yeah, your floating cameras. There's a news All chopper, right. and there's a and there's a few news teams on so the street as well. I'm, gonna, I'm going to become um, our sponsor's most favorite cloud in the universe, uh, and say yes, we shall save you, but only because we're juiced up on Raider Aid. <laughs> Perfect time for a promo. <laughs> yep. Amriel shrugs and then and then cracks open a Raiderade and chugs it. <laughs> Amriel, Amriel oh. tosses Greg a can, and uh, he just like he dissolves it. He goes, "Ah, let's save the day." Um, I like crouch down to the little girl, um, and say, "Yeah, we're gonna stop him." And then I stand up. Mm-hmm. Uh, level my grapple hook at the nearby hovering news helicopter. Yep. And shoot up at it. <laughs> Go for it. Are you going to possess the helicopter or are you going to try and get on it? I'm going to possess the helicopter. Okay, so your grapple connects to it and you need to make me a roll because you've got to transfer through the... you got to transfer into two devices. Yeah. Because you've got to go into the grappling hook and then into the helicopter. Four. Four from the same possession. Nice. So yeah, you you guys um you you see yeah, you're just fucking grappling hooks is like door, we're gonna save the day. And then uh and then the helicopter sort of rocks for a minute. And what do you do? Um and then it 
and then it, like I bring it down real gentle, like on the road right in front of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then people like, inside, are like, oh, we lost control of the helicopter. Do you say anything <laughs> over the radio to them? I like switch back into the samurai body and then like step up behind, like essentially like the helicopter lands and they're all like, we've lost control. And then like the samurai like steps around the corner and says, excuse me, we'll need this helicopter. <laughs> um, and they're just like, they bail out, assumedly. Yes. They're like, oh shit. Yeah, they, they get out. I'm um, sure that Ryan's conservative news commentator is like, see, now they're stealing our news channels. <laughs> <laughs> I like saddle into the, into the driver's seat and put the, put the headset on and look um, to the others. You see uh, TKS team like grabbing, uh, you see, um, where are their names? You see um, Takuma's like grabbing a couple of drones and like handing items to um, Ayumi. Uh, And then you see like Kayuki pull out like this big like laser shotgun and like looks at it, like is checking some dials on it. Then he like walks over all swagger and hangs off the side of the helicopter. He's like, I'm ready to go. Whereas the other two are like nervously trying to decide what gear to take. <laughs> uh, and then they then they rock up in their modified uh, Power Ranger suits. Um, Greg, so we have Greg. To, out of character, <laughs> yes. we have to get to the base together. And once yes. we, yep. so once we get in the base, we split up. But until we get in the base, we're together. By the rules of yep. the law, by the rules of the game, rather, you have to, uh, you are teamed up until you enter the base. Um, okay. Which in this context is probably like landing on it. After that, it's up to you guys what happens. So the Valkyries, or the Valkyries are climbing up. What about the... Uh, Transdimensional refugees. The true survivors. The true true survivors. Um, The true uh, survivors, I believe, were like. um, Yeah, the Valkyries. But we couldn't see them. Yeah, you guys. Actually, that's right. Yeah, you guys couldn't see the true survivors. uh, So you'd have to do something to try and spot them. But the Valkyries are almost on the thing. Like, you can see their armored car. Um, APC thing hanging from like a grappling line. Um, well, I, I guess what my question really is uh, in the in the rules of the game, or not not the the raider the base rating game, would yeah. if the Valkyrs get there without the true survivors, and they go and they like they, are they disqualified or something? Um, you can't know, you can't know at the moment. So if they get there without them, yes, but they're practically on the thing or like on the base already. Um, and you don't know where the true survivors are. So like if the, so for example, you didn't see this thing lift up out of the ground. So it might've been that the true survivors, um, and the Valkyries have been like, all right, so we'll stay here and, and like guard the entrance and stop the other team from getting in, and you guys go in. So maybe the true survivors went in. That would count because like it wasn't the purpose of them staying behind wasn't they weren't abandoned by the true survivors. 
Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. We divided up what we were doing. And probably there'd be and some then, of the True Survivors team with the Valkyries and some of the Valkyries with the True Survivors. Gotcha. And okay. to an extent, I imagine that it would be if, as we sort of vaguely established, that if it's like a points system, it's like if you got there and then took the base without your other team, you'd just earn less points for the round kind of thing. Yeah, and, you'd to, like, be, and, and, you might be the, and you might take a penalty in the next race or um, yeah. something like that. Okay. Sorry, continue. No, 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 that's cool. fine. That's a good question. Uh, it also, like, that's sort of a... It, it's very much a... It, is it in the spirit of the race kind of a... Those are generally what the rules are all about. Gotcha. Mm. You know, is it in the spirit of the race what they did? So if, okay. You, but you could totally, like... It's something to keep in mind because, like, at the end of the run, you might be like, "Well, then we our team goes before Raider Aid Commission and is like, hey, they fucking abandoned their team and therefore should have a penalty, or even sit out mm. the next race." Mm-hmm. Um, so you can like argue to the Raider Aid management team that um, the other one of the other teams broke the spirit of the game. Okay. And they deserve a handicapper. Cool, I should have been a super yeah. lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> that actually would have been interesting. Um, yeah, you just like the beginning of every Raider Raid heat stuff. <laughs> you guys going to the like Supreme Court in a nation and being like, all right, we're going to... Just pe- by getting everyone else disqualified. We're going to petition uh, to know where all the top secret bases are. Like, get out. It's like, well, if you look at blah, 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 section B. <laughs> anyway. You'll see that we legally we need to know for our safety. Yeah. So I assume that uh, Emriel's just going to fly up. Yep. As soon as she sees the helicopter taking off, she, you know, crouches down and then leaps into the air. Yep. Um, just as you guys are about to, uh, like, the rotor blade starts spinning back up, uh, Ayumi, like, goes, oh, shit, and jumps out of the helicopter and runs back to the car. And you see him grab a Raider Raid, like, backpack um, <laughs> and run back. And he jumps, he's like, I forgot. I almost forgot the energy drinks in case we need to do another promo. <laughs> Good one. Buckle it. Yep. And we take off up to the base. Yeah. Uh, so you, you start hovering up. Um, uh, what are you guys doing? You're in the air. There's a giant fucking diesel punk factory UFO thing. So I am the helicopter. Yes. You are Budgie the little helicopter. <laughs> I'll make that my aspect. <laughs> That's a great aspect. That is a great aspect. Uh, the Valkyrs, they're they're climbing up toward the side of it. Are they like on a? They're on practically a... on the side of it now. Like they're you, they're no longer holding onto their ropes. They're like gripping onto the pipes and stuff. And then you see the little specks of human disappear. Like not like magically disappear, but like they've clearly gone into the facility somehow. Okay. Can I make an alertness roll to see if I can like find a, a door or a hatch or an opening on the top? Or you don't something need to make like me that. a roll at all. You can see doors and hatches all over it, but you don't know like where any of them lead. Well, yeah. Another another thing to think of to help you visualize this. Uh, last time I mentioned the spaceship from District Nine. 
Um, yeah. If you've seen the 2009 Star Trek movie, the laser drill thing that they dangle into the atmosphere oh, and that yeah. they have to, like, high-altitude jump onto, that would also be similar. So, covered in hatches. Yeah. Uh, none of them helpful. Why does it need so many hatches? <laughs> Why does it need so many hatches? Uh, so, you guys had heard that this was some kind of, like, Bunker? This is not a bunker. It's an escape bunker. Yeah. I guess so. Um. Hmm. So what do we? Um, I guess I'll set. A, is there any like? Well, well, do you guys want to flat bits? So you might not be. You might not be able to like find an entrance. That was, you could still try and search for an entrance hatch. Obviously, I just was like, that's what you get without even rolling. Yeah. Um. Uh, but there might be other things to see on the outside of it too. You've only really seen it from one side and below, so hmm. yeah. Maybe we should hover up above it. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Let's do that. We like uh, take it up, take it up over the edge. Yep, you head up onto the top of it. There doesn't seem to be the top of it's a lot flatter. Um, it doesn't seem to be like um, any sort of like cockpit looking thing or any windows um but if this thing was built in like the 40s they wouldn't have had like surveillance cameras that they were seeing out of so you don't know how it flies um you're also there's meant to be a colossus somewhere somewhere in the base so you don't see that yet either um (laughs) presumably inside uh, yes, it would probably be inside. You don't really have an idea of exactly how big it is, I guess. Yeah, you also don't have as much information about like what it is as you have previously with bases. Like, you don't know who. You know now that like some fascists, neo-fascists, hold it, but like you don't know anything else. Um, Apparently, you, they know how to use it. Yeah, you do. Well, you do see some markings on the outside of it, though. Um, hmm. You see, like, a bundle... There's, like, a big uh, red stencil that kind of looks like a bundle of arrows. Okay. Is that, like, the symbol of the fascist group? Um, well, you did look up the fascist group, and it doesn't strike you as familiar. The, The symbol that came up a lot with the... Um, French uh, fascist nationalist groups was a Celtic cross, which is like a crucifix in a circle. Yeah. Can I make a quick research check to see if sure. I know what that is? Connect to the Wi Fi. You are a Wi Fi answer. Where's my dice? You're basically a Ubic balloon. Yeah. Uh, so plus four? Um, you do work out what it is. Like, you would have... A lot of the information you guys got suggested that, like, you were probably going to find, like, a Nazi bunker. This is not a bunker, and there's not, like, Nazi symbols on it. It is a fascist symbol, though, but it's for Spain. Huh. It's a Spanish fascist. Yeah. Which is a bit odd. Well, 
That's uh, surprising. But, but there's a lot of yeah. German writing on the on like panels that you're seeing from the air, but it's like you know warning and things like that, as opposed to like yeah. the glorious leader, the Führer, has delivered us from space evil. <laughs> with our Nazi UFO. Um, oh, space evil. You do see some panels opening uh, on the lower sections uh, and like sort of, they look almost look like artillery shells sort of half sliding out. Um, so that could look similar. Bottom. Yeah. Yeah. It sort of looks similar to that bluish shell thing that you guys saw the video of. It's about three of them moving into position, sliding out of these hatches, and they're just sort of half like, hanging out. Speak over the radio. I'm like, do we need to be worried about this? Um, well, we need to stop it. Um, I can go break those things. Break away. Uh, get us a little lower. I'll descend onto the top and see if I can carve in an entrance. Alright. I'll, like, hover down over the top. Uh, and hey. I'm going to drop down underneath and, and try to break those, uh... Alright, so you, you swoop underneath to deal with the weird bomb things, uh, and Greg, you... Uh, float off the helicopter and then Kayuki like steps off next to you he's like and yells over like the wind and the roaring of these massive thruster things he's like I'll cover you <laughs> um, Greg I'm assuming they they have like Power Ranger suits and hel- so they have like helmets and things right yeah they actually have like they've replaced the Power Ranger helmets with like motorbike hel- helmets which isn't much different but yeah. is important to note. Um, so Greg just chirps back. On, I'm assuming they have like a radio built in. They do. So Greg just Greg Greg chirps back on their radio. Thank you. You see him like uh, grab like to uh, like a cable and like clip it onto something. Uh, he sort of like half leans backwards as he's on the top of this thing and looking around. Um, All right, so, uh, Greg's gonna. Try chomping at it. Are you going to do anything to check the area that you're trying to dissolve first? Um, yeah, I want to make sure if there... Um, it's not like a jet I, fuel line? Yeah, basically it's not going to explode or it's not like, oh, look, I happen to go into the generators and we all just got electrocuted and exploded. Yeah, they've just got vats of liquid lightning. Yep. So you can make me a super science check. Amriel, you fly down underneath. There's blue shell things, like artillery shells, not Mario Kart shells. Okay. Um... <laughs> Mamma mia. <laughs> That's what uh, Mario says, right? I've never owned a Nintendo. Oh, yes. So these things are just going to, like, drop out, and then they're, they're, they're bombs, so there's a presumably, like, a timer on them that's going to explode when it's a certain... They don't have any seams that you can see as you fly past them. They just look like solid chunks of vaguely blue glowing metal. They're the size of a person. Um, alright. 
Um, and are they, they're, I, I'm guessing they're like clamped in or how are they attached to the, you know? Uh, at the moment you can just see like the needle dome parts just hanging out. Like you can't see the back end inside the container that's holding them. Okay. Um, um, in, that, in that case, I'm going to try to wiggle in and see what I can see as far as the connection goes. All right. Make me an athletics check to try and grip the hull of this thing. Okay, um... Hmm. Trying to think if I... No, my my Demon Warrior doesn't have any trappings that I can use for that. So... I'm just rolling at plus zero. Oof. And I get a one. Um, hmm. uh, I'm gonna invoke my. I'm gonna invoke my fallen legionary uh, aspect. Uh, I'm doing. I'm doing recon. Yep, you've had to scale walls before. Uh, so that brings so... me up to plus three. Brilliant! You beat the difficulty of three as you realize that this metal is really slippery. <laughs> Haslag has been sitting in sewer for, for several decades. That's Great what that head. smell is. Yeah, up close you realize that this the underside of this isn't painted green. It's like oxidation and it must be have like a copper plating to it. Uh, so it's like a bronze armor, which is a weird material choice, but whatever. Does somebody have something playing in the background? I just no. music. Not I. Oh, I thought I heard like voices. Doesn't matter. Uh, so. Just you. I can hear my own voice, which is a weird thing. It's coming through someone's microphone. Anyway, uh, yeah, so you grab onto it and you look inside and you see that it's sort of like, um, it's like those football throwing machines. So it's got like wheels that are applying a bit of pressure. Okay. Hmm. Is there, is there any way that I can break it so that it won't, this shell thing will be locked in place? Um, you could try and, like, force it back in with a lot of force. Like, if you just slammed it back in, it might break the whole mechanism. Okay. Um, in that case, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll shimmy back out, uh, kick off, and then take a, a flying, you know, shoulder check into the, into the thing to jam it back up. Nice. Um, how did your super science check go, my man? Plus two. Nice. Uh, you realize, you think you see a volatile line of some kind, so you shift a meter or so. Yeah, uh, I move away then, from And then you're ready to disassemble. Nom, 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 nom. Alright, so I'm going to Pac-Man the shit out of that hull. Uh, do you want me to roll for that? Um... No, because this doesn't have anything to stop you. It's just an, a matter of time. Okay. Um, it's it's very thick 
Um, it's multiple types of material too. It's like steel and then some kind of, it's actually like copper or bronze, then some kind of uh, ceramic, then steel, then different layers of steel, then glass, then steel again. Hmm. Um, okay. it's, like, it's like half a meter thick. Um, and, uh, that goes on for a few mo minutes. Um, Finn, what's Yuri and the helicopter gang doing? Um, I figure we've taken off and, like, pulled back a bit. Um, to get a little bit of distance between us and the hull, in case it yeah, moves yeah. dramatically. Uh, Is it just, like, still going up? Uh, yeah, it's sort of rising up and drifting towards the Eiffel Tower. We might right. be going to do an Independence Day. Oh, <gasps> cool. Um, I think uh, we might just, like, sweep around. I might just sweep around and check on the Valkyries. Yeah, you see their armoured vehicle fall as the line frays, and it smashes into, like, a shopping mall. Um... Mm -hmm. A boutique store. <laughs> um, you also find uh, you, you get a weak radio signal. Aomi is like uh, as his as uh, K uh, Takuma is dropping drones off the helicopter. Um, Aomi is like I'm getting a weird signal on the radio. It's hella faint. Um, can I, like, tune into it? Yeah. Um, do you have anything relevant skill? I am a radio. <laughs> I mean, you are. Well, yeah, it was, uh, so without any sort of relevant skill, um, it, it sounds like a human voice, uh -huh. um, but it's really hard to make out. Hmm. I don't think I have anything specifically to like amplify it or yeah, silence no, it's, it. That's fine. Yeah. Um, uh, Amriel, do you have a radio comm? Um, I believe so. Yeah, you guys have got like security guard walkie-talkie headsets, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we said. Um, you get um, a you hear Takuma uh, come over the radio in. Uh, in Japanese, uh, saying something. All right. Uh, I don't speak Japanese as we established, so I'm just uh, working on my uh, ramming this shell back into its. All right. Uh, make me your there. make me your attack. Oh, I did, and it oh. went awful. Oh, um, I I'm a plus three, and I rolled minus 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 minus. Ooh, so neg one. Yeah, I'm going to spend a fate point to uh, re-roll that. Minus, 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 minus. Yeah, let's hope minus. not. Gonna... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to invoke uh, Hell's Fury Unleashed because I am sick of this human bullshit. Sick of this Japanese, sick of this giant glowing death ball. 
I've had it with these motherfucking shells on this motherfucking UFO. <laughs> uh, it's very different. Actually, I think that's just Winter Soldier. I was going to say it's a very different Samuel Jackson movie, but it's really just Winter Soldier. Yeah. Why don't they just use flaming swords and balls of plasma to lay waste to their enemies like normal people? Like the good Lord intended. Exactly. <laughs> Right, so that's for you to have radioactive death fortresses. He would have built you with radioactive resistance. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, so that that ended up much better. Uh, I'm at plus four. Nice. So you slam into it, and uh, you push the shell, just like uh, goes slamming back in, like an executive ball clicker. Um, and you see a bunch of metal pieces fall out. Um, as you see the shell go deeper in to the thing, um, you see some ex- some fire shoot out. Um, everyone sees fire shoot out all around the thing. Um, something's, something's ruptured. You see a giant bolt of green lightning shoot off one of the weird Tesla coil things, uh, and it arcs to the Eiffel Tower, which sort of vibrates and resonates with like a weird tuning fork sound. Uh, Is anyone on the Eiffel Tower? Probably. No one falls off or is set on fire, so maybe they're... They may be permanently deaf, though. It might be like, you know, normal bolt of lightning strike situation where enjoy having incurable depression and all of the active centers of your brain inversed. And then you see the UFO sort of becomes, it sort of starts to wobble like a spinning top nearing the end of its inertia. Uh, But it doesn't fall out of the sky. It's just now sort of wobbling on a weird... uh, Exaggerated axis. Um, then you hear Takuma over the radio chat say uh, something angry in Japanese, and what sounds like a swear word, Greg, you can hear him say, God damn it! You've destabilized the whole fucking fortress! It could have fallen out of the sky if you'd hit that, hit that shell wrong! Uh, uh, Greg relays to, uh, Amriel. Oh, he says you should be careful where you're aiming. Oh. <laughs> no shit. Right. Are we breaking the things that are making it float? Is that what's happening? Uh, it's more that he broke a bunch of systems inside. Right. Fair. The shells are not the thing that's making it float. They're weapons. Okay, cool. um, they're, radi- they're, they're radiation weapons, like not atom bombs. They just give off radiation. Spew radiation. Yep. They're, they're, they're faster, dirty bombs. Actually, I guess they're neutrino bombs, really. Mm. Which is good, because it means Paris will be livable in 12 years. Yeah. Oh, only 12. Okay. It's, they have a very fast half-life, thankfully. But, you know, but... but doesn't mean much to the people that killed by cancer in two days. Pretty rapid onset 
Um, radiation sickness. <laughs> I think neutron bombs were originally developed as weapons to be used against um, entire armored uh, battalions. <laughs> it was like, oh, how are we going to destroy tanks? Oh, we just irradiate everybody inside them. There you go. <laughs> anyway. Um, so no, uh, these shells are st they're they're staying in. No, none of them are uh, popping out. No, no more of them are popping out to destroy Paris. No more are descended, but there's still two more that have loaded. You only knocked back one. All right, I'll go for the other two then. All right, uh, Greg, you've managed to eat a nice hole. It's roughly person sized. Uh, I will tell uh, Yuri in the helicopter. I've made us an entrance. Sweet. Um, can we see the Valkyries? Uh, you cannot. Remember, they entered the thing. Oh, right. so they entered at a different like part of the base. So. Yep. It's about right, the, same. the size of a city block. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're gonna was this thing under the, the Louvre or just near the Louvre? It was near the Louvre. So, like, when it lifted up out of the ground, it probably, like, destroyed half the Louvre. Mm. Oh, only half. Okay. Yeah, because the Louvre is sort of on the edge of where it was. Yeah. Uh, so Greg makes the hole and then floats in. Um, I, like, hover over it so the other guys can, like, jump out of the helicopter into the hole. Yeah, a, a slew of drones, like, zip down into the hole and go through you, Greg. Little quadcopters. Uh, and then uh, Takuma... Uh, uh, Ayumi jumps off down, like, straight into the hole. Uh, and then Takuma uh, says to you, uh, Yuri's like, Are you going to stay in here or get out? I'm coming. Uh, you see... Uh, Takuma slaps something onto like the controls. Um, it's like a, it looks like a sort of an egg. He sits it on top of the like um, control panel, uh, and then you see like a hundred or so little spindly legs come out of it and like latch yep. into it. And he's like, cool. "It's gonna fry the control systems, but it'll give me control for the next sixty seconds. So be quick." And he jumps Sweet. out, and you see him like has like this, like um, gauntlet with a joystick on it, like wrapped around his arm, and like the joystick <laughs> pops up into his hand, and he's like watching the helicopter as he's standing there, and he clips onto uh, Kayuki, who's still on the surface of the disc. Power glow, like so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, like, pull back into the samurai and then just, like, jump straight from the helicopter through the hole. Nice. Um, cool. Uh, Amriel. Yes. You're going to take on another shell. Make me yes. another attack roll. Okay. Uh, instead of attacking them, why don't you just take them off the track? Um, because I don't know if they will explode, even if I, like, put them down. True. Okay. And I'm figuring they're not going to detonate whatever the hell that it, whatever the hell it is if it's still on board the ship. Well, they're blowing Cherenkov blue. 
They're glowing Chernikov blue, so they're, you know, they're already dangerous. Yeah, yeah. They're dangerous in their inert state, so... I, I didn't know that they were glowing. Okay, so, yeah, I then... did say they were glowing a faint blue earlier. Okay, yeah. Which was to remind you of the thing from the last run, where you watched a woman burn her hand on one in a video. Yeah. Um, alright, that brings me up to plus five. Nice. Um, you have a, a bit more finesse this time as you slam it back in, uh, and it sort of rotates sideways as it goes in, so it doesn't fly back as far, but it completely destroys the launch mechanism, and then you hear it, like, make a falling thud noise. Like, as it went sideways, it then rolled out of a loading me mechanism and fell oh. a couple of meters onto a floor. <laughs> All right. And, and there's not uh, as many explosions this time. That's, that's good, that's good. Uh, let's see, numero trio. Yep. I'm going to say over the, over the uh, comms, um, going for number three now, hold on to something. <laughs> Greg ponders the meaning of hold on to something when he does not know how to hold. <laughs> Greg, like, grasps a really difficult theoretical concept in his mind. <laughs> yeah, it's <just> like, hmm. <laughs> um, not, not quite so good that time. Uh, plus two. Oh, yeah, you slam uh, it and uh, it shakes. And then you see it start to, like, you push it back and it doesn't go as far. And then it slides out further. And, like, you hear screeching and grinding and, like, scratching of uh, broken steel wheels on a metal casing. Oh, God. Um, I'm going to have to catch this thing and fly it somewhere where it won't kill everyone. Uh, you hear over the comm, Emriel, get out of the way! And then you hear a helicopter behind you. <laughs> Alright, I, I uh, whirl out of the way and, and watch to see what he's going to do. You see a helicopter, helicopter an empty helicopter uh, that has started to catch on fire at the front just slam into the wall of the base and you see a, just an explosion um, and you don't see a shell fall out of the machine, so... That's, that's good, that's good. Um, you guys, however, start to notice that the base isn't wobbling as much anymore, but it does feel like it's leaning. And Emriel, as you fly up to go into the hole that your friends make, it looks like the entire thing, instead of being like nice and um, parallel with the Earth, is moving to more of a... Um, what is the term? Um, it's listing. It's 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 more perpendicular to the orientation of gravity. Oh, um, it's starting to go up on its side, so it's less of a disc and more of a wheel. <laughs> uh, oh, it's not, it's not quite there. Yeah, it's at like a 30, uh, 33 degree angle now, and Jeez. it's getting worse. Oh, good. Uh, Greg, it's, Greg, you, you may have you may Greg, have damaged some of the stabilizers. You feel, uh, you see Ayubi a like slide forward through you and start sliding <laughs> down the tunnel as you're not affected. 
Yeah. I would grab your hand, but I can't. Thanks, Greg! <laughs> well, friends, we should go. Uh, the tr the uh, triplets follow suit. Actually, I guess it would be... Um, it would be Yuri next that starts sliding. What's the floor yeah. made out of here? The floor is metal service corridor. So it's not like a grate that they could grab? Uh, no. It's like, this is... it's like flat sheet metal, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, can I... Has Amriel rejoined us? Yeah, Amriel's behind. So it goes... It now goes, because someone just passed through you, drones, uh, Ayumi, uh, Yuri, or, or rather, drones, Ayumi, Greg, Yuri, uh, Takuma, uh, Kayuki, uh, Amriel. So, Amriel could fly, so Amriel should grab Yuri, and we'll let the twins Amriel slide can out. Amriel cannot fly in this space. It's, oh. When I say service corridor, it's like the corridors you crawl through. Uh, it's like a Star Trek about. Jeffrey's tube. Yeah, Jeffrey's tube. I was thinking of um, I was thinking of deep uh, dead space. Okay. The the ser little ser service corridors you sometimes crawl through to get into different rooms. It's it's yeah. that. Oh, okay. Um, can I quickly make some kind of handhold? Make like a crafting roll. A, a rung that they can grab. You just make uh, rock climbing, like indoor rock climbing footholds appear. <laughs> uh, that's a plus five. You, yeah, you like sort of spread out and make a whole bunch. Uh, and the whole corridor thing that you're in becomes less uh, sleek steel tubes and more bumpy, infected boils steel tubes. That's fine. With my plus five, could I have timed it so that the twin or the triplets slide down and then Amriel and Yuri grab the handholds? Mm, sure. Because it's not going to kill them to slide down. They're just going to be... Yeah, I mean, one of them is... It's because of the order, like, Keuki is... Yeah, they're both between... The only one that isn't going to end up slamming into Yuri <laughs> is... Okay. Uh, actually, no. Kayuki is the only one, because no one can slam into Greg, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um... Well, okay. Basically, I want to ditch them now that we're inside. We need to go our own way. It's not very heroic of you. Well... We're businessmen, really. You, you, you successfully ditch uh, Ayumi because Ayumi's just slid down this long ass corridor. Um, <laughs> well, if the, if, other, if the others are like, if any of them like crawling yeah. past me, I want to like catch them. Yeah, like, monkey grip style. So you catch. Hold. You I'm going. I'm going to uh, go on a private channel just to on the radio, just to Amriel and Yuri. Do we want to stay with them or do we want to leave them? We want to stop this thing. Yeah. Are we playing game or playing hero? We're playing. Mm. 
I would very much like to earn this ship as a reward so I can use it to return to my home planet and rescue my race from slavery. If that means abandoning these three to slide down a corridor, I'm okay with that. We'll figure it out. I'm not, like, letting go of them. Well, they're not going to die. They're just going to slide down. They'll just lay um, down there. Yeah. Uh, the the two triplets that you managed to catch are like, thanks. Um, we need to get after my, uh, we need to get after uh, Ayumi though. Uh, he slid pretty far down there. Uh, Ayumi, how you doing? Oh, it's nothing. Just a broken ankle. It's fine. Guess we're going that way anyway. Well, are we? What is the direction? I, I would assume this goes in two directions. Yeah, it goes out towards the rim and towards the and towards the hub. Oh, oh, okay. We if probably want to go. Yeah, we probably want to go toward the hub, which is where Ayumi went. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, um, so I say to these two, I'm like, "You guys ready to go?" The, the two I'm holding on to. Yeah, Takashi and stuff. Uh, yeah, Takuma, uh, uh, you see him, like, fiddle with his harness one hand. He's like, all right, I'm ready to go. Wait, but then, like, that plus when you get to down there. could I, like, make handholds for them all the way down to Ayumi? Yeah, but they're, they're as much thrill-seekers as Yuri is, so, oh, you know. Okay. Yeah. I think it would just it just caught him off guard, which is why he yeah. ended up sliding all the way down. They've got super okay. gadgets. Like, all of their stuff is super gadgets, and... They're also adepts, so um, like they're really good at being racers or engineers or whatever. Uh, but they don't have superpowers beyond their gear, so they didn't have time to turn on any of their stuff as they were falling before. Now they've had time to turn on their like climbing gloves. Cool. I let them slide down. Yeah, they start to slide down. Uh, you see like a plume of light at the bottom of the shaft as uh, Takuma gets there. Uh, and then uh, Kayuki's like, all right, I'm ready to go. And you let go of Kayuki. Uh, does anyone follow swiftly after Kayuki? Um, I wait for them to give an all clear, essentially. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you see I another sort land of... On them. You see another flash of light and then they're like... We're all clear. Cool. I like liquor. And then like sort of yeah, skid you, down. You're speeding up. It's pretty fast. It's a pretty fast rapid descent. Mm-hmm. Um, so Amriel, I think, is going to wrap one arm around Yuri. Uh, and then she's got demon claws because obviously. Um, she's, so she's going to try to like dig in and, and slow their descent. Um, yeah, what are you going to roll to try and slow yourself? Um, would you let me get away with Demon Warrior? I would. Okay. That's got physical force or something, doesn't it? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, it does. This starts ripping the deck plating. Um, well, I got a minus, so I'm at two, plus two. Dang. 
No, plus two is enough. Uh, yeah. You slow yourself down. Oh, there's sparks going everywhere. Uh, and you see, like, um, you see the faint glow of, like, yellow ribbons of light behind um, Kayuki for a minute. Um, Amriel, as you appear, and you have, like, a really strange, familiar sensation, like you've seen something like that before, but then it it passes, uh, and you hear Takuma go, hmm, crude, but effective, uh, as he looks at your, your, uh, the rending that you've left in the wall, or the floor. Uh, and then a, and then a fart cloud floats down. <laughs> this is not really a death trap like for Greg. There's no, <laughs> there's no danger in this situation. <laughs> Greg, Greg just waits until everyone's down and then lands on top of everyone so they all smell his fartness. Oh, God. Oh, God. Greg, we're in a confined space. Please. Oh, so I'm sorry. Like, Damn it! Um, the toxin filters, they do nothing! <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm sorry, Amriel. I I don't know what I could do. Greg condenses himself a little bit. Greg plays up. You can always stuff him in the tube. No, the messenger tube. <laughs> I don't actually enjoy being in the tube. <laughs> Stop like, to be shaming. fair, we can't really put Greg in there against his will. <laughs> no. uh, well, you can't keep him in there against his will either, because he could just dissolve it. It's just <laughs> like exactly. a cardboard tube. <laughs> Greg only goes in really the tube when he wants to go in the tube. <laughs> Alright, now, uh, so what is at the end of this corridor turned hill? Um... You're sort of you're standing on like a crooked floor. Um, you can feel it like slowly creeping, but it's not too bad yet. Um, tell it would be hell to hike on this incline, but apart from that, it's fine. Um, the part that you're on now, though, is sort of it's actually a wooden floor, uh, and it's got sort of a. Chateau meets factory look to it. Hmm. Like, yeah, it's a weird, weird sort of architectural combination. Like, there's exposed industrial tubing and like big cathode ray powered computer bank looking things. And then, like, a Baroque painting and a uh, collection of German literature and a uh, collapsed knight's uh, armor, like a display suit. I think we're getting close to the command center, folks. Can I make some kind of check to see if I could figure out like where in the structure it would be based off like um, you know early 20th century design for war war machines like are we going to have to keep so if it's just like a wheel now are we going to have to keep walking around the, the perimeter of the wheel or are we going to have to make our way to the center somehow like that's what I want well, to try to Well you're out. already towards the center but yes you can make that check uh, 
with super scientists, uh, that is a plus seven. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. Um, you're looking around and you say, uh, judging by the architecture of this room, I have deduced that the control center uh, is one floor below us uh, and to the right. And then uh, Ayumi says, yeah, that's what it says on this map as well, as he's like standing next to the wall. And oh. there's like a <laughs> floor plan of the base. Um, so when, when you say out of, out of character, when I say one four below us, like the floor that is now the wall. Yes. Uh, it's still the floor because you're on a 30 degree incline. Okay. So it's still the floor, but it's like, like Ryan said, it's like a hill. Gotcha. Um, is there any access hatch? Uh, you see a staircase in an adjacent room. Like a spiral staircase. Do we want to what take are, the stairs? There's a lot of spiral staircases in this campaign. Has anyone noticed that? There's space the second, third? I think it's the third. I think there's been a spiral staircase in every... There was one in uh, Egypt. The there was the definitely spiral... one in the Egypt one. The spiral yeah. staircase in the last one was like a square spiral, though. Not a curling spiral, like the one in Egypt in this one. Well, so now you know what your theme is for all the bases. completely different. Yeah. Ray feels about it's spiral staircases how I feel about corridors. <laughs> Not quite that erotic. Um, <laughs> oh, look at the way it goes up and down. Look at the way it curls in on itself and allows you to get from one level to the next. In such a space efficient While being such way. a space efficient thing. <laughs> oh, it's, so, it's so hard to move furniture on. <laughs> <laughs> this wrought iron flowers. It's Art Nouveau. Oh, God. I once oh, went God. to a house that had oh. a spiral staircase that went up to like an attic area. And there was literally no way to get any furniture into that top room. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, I guess we if we buy this house, we're going to have to take the windows out on the topmost floor to get anything in here. Yeah. <laughs> it was so stupid. Um, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so Greg says to the group, uh, do we want to take the stairs or should I make us a door? I think we can manage. I, I think we can take the stairs. That's fine it would give us the element of surprise. I they mean, could have defended the stairway. Quick. Yeah, it's not that quick to eat through the deck plating. It's like a wooden floor here, though. It's probably got metal. I have to say, honestly, Greg, I've never been surprised when you decided to eat through a wall rather than use the door. But what if you were on the other side? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good line and I totally understand why like that makes sense but that is not good reasoning like you're not surprised because you know him <laughs> yep although I guess these other people have probably been watching the news you humans and your walls very well so you head into the next room, and it's like sort of a meeting slash banquet room. You see a map of Europe um, that's got like it's got like uh, chalk and pen on it, and then you see like 
uh, texture and like spray paint. It looks like there's multiple um, generations of writing on this map. Uh, and there's a lot of stuff in German, and then like it transitions to French. Hmm. Hmm. Um, but yeah, this is like a meeting room, but there's no none of the tables. All the tables and chairs are to one side of the room now, in a pile or a heap. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then as you step in, the doors uh, that you came through close. Uh, and yeah. you hear a crackly loudspeaker uh, uh, sort of screech. Uh, and then in French, uh, someone talking. Uh, I guess only uh, Greg would understand. Uh, but you hear a French woman say... Uh, well, you guys just made a colossal mistake, didn't you? Uh, hopefully you're not as big a problem as that other lot. Uh, and then you hear a whirring sound and, like, a steam whistle go off. And then a wall lowers and you see, like, this big sort of chunky sculpture of a being start to unwrap itself and there's a diesel punk robot that's like the size of a uh, minivan. Greg, Greg says, you. "Greg says, oh my, too bad there was no way we could have avoided this horrible encounter. Greg, not now. <laughs> <laughs> and I, sh- I, I start running towards it and I shout over my shoulder, eat it, Greg. that is both a taunt and an instruction in this situation well if you say so Uh, well I'm gonna I'm gonna Uh, let Yuri do his thing first this is what we planned for I'm gonna I'm gonna like charge at it and then try and like as it like as I reach it I'm gonna like um like dive slide between its legs. Wait, isn't this what the grappling hook was for? Yeah, uh, it was, that. but you're in really close proximity. Oh, okay. So he might be able to do it without using the grappling hook. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure how big this room was. Uh, yeah, you see uh, Ayumi like slide, like just sort of take a half run, then drop to the floor and slide down the floor towards where the co- mess of tables are. <laughs> Takuma takes a side step backwards behind Amriel. <laughs> uh, and Kayuki uh, sort of crouches down and st- and slams. It looks like, it kind of looks like a high-tech crystal cassette tape. He slams it into his gun and you see the color pattern on the gun change from like a low red to a violent purple. Uh, and he starts to take aim. Uh, Yuri, what are you doing? You're running towards the um, thing. I'm running towards the thing, and then, and like, as I reach it, I, like, I want to, like, slide between its legs, presumably, as it swipes at me. Alright, so athletics check. As it's two massive, uh, arms, they look like they're coming down on you, and then halfway through, they, like, change from fists, they, like, splice open, 
um, and a bunch of clockwork mechanisms move around, and there's like two ray guns uh, as it <laughs> goes from fist slam to gonna shoot you. Uh, so make me that athletics check. Cool. Good. Um. <laughs> uh, I got a I got a one total. Uh, I'm gonna spend a fate and. Here, you're not using any superpowers, so it doesn't matter. No, not, no. Um, yeah, I'm going to invoke um, my aspect of came back for more. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> to essentially, as it like, yeah, as it's like fists switch into guns, I try and like sort of like kick myself into a sort of like side roll around to its like around its leg to try yeah, okay. and not just follow the path into these laser beams. Yep, it's a good idea. Um, to get a plus two, so it's a three. Uh, yep. Cool. So uh, you managed to slide past it uh, as its laser beams, uh, it laser fists turn on and you see green uh, radiation bathe. Like, it's not like a laser beam. It's just like a stream of radiation just wood. <laughs> Uh, and it, as it screams, this machine kills communists. <laughs> um, and as I, I as I because slide it's past a Nazi it, war like, machine. Yep, because it's a Nazi war machine. Um, as I like slide past it, I like whip around and then shoot the grapple at its like back, just as I'm like sliding past what, it. What language does it say that in? It says it in German. Okay. Because it is a German war machine. <laughs> well, I, I was, I was wondering if it originally, or if the fascists reprogrammed it to say that. Yes, our French teams probably didn't reprogram the logics. The the it doesn't actually speak. It's just a recording that it's playing. Oh right, yeah. So it's yeah, it's not a robot as it is like those um yeah. those president war machines in Bioshock Infinite. Yep, it's more like that. Except twice as big. <laughs> with a nuclear battery in the middle. Yeah, with a nuclear battery in the middle. We couldn't build any we couldn't build atomic bombs, but we did uh, work out how to make radiation uh, things. It's just it's just radioactive, really. Um, how'd you go with your grapple? I guess that'd be like a shoot. Yeah, melee weapons, I guess. Uh, it's probably um, range because I have I have well I have a trapping of range in the melee weapons. Ah, oh, well then go for it. Uh, yeah, yeah, because I guess it's like a knife on a rope. I will allow mm. it. I'm going to allow it because it's fake. <laughs> Great, uh, three. Yeah, your uh, the thing slams into it, and it's like I, I will not be. Like... I will not fall to your decadent ways as it like tries to turn around and the radiation cooks the map on the wall. <laughs> um, I start to like, like reeling myself in really quickly to try and like get on its back and I'm like, somebody distract it. Yep. Uh, Emriel or Greg, whoever has a plan. Um, uh, um, Greg, Greg yep. really. Yeah, yeah. Um, Amriel is going to try to distract it um, by summoning her gladius, her flaming sword. 
All right, go for it. Um, so that that just takes a turn, but I'm guessing it's going to draw the thing's attention to me because yeah, you're going to do anything else other than just turn your power on. Like if you need to make a flashy display, I know it is flashy right. in itself, so I'll give you a plus one. Okay. Um, is there is there enough Say room something to, communist. to fly around? Um, no, there's enough room to fly around, but like. It's gonna be difficult. Like it's a, it's like a, it's a meeting room. You know? Okay. Um, so in that case, Amriel, Amriel manifests her her sword and she calls out, "Put your bodies upon the gears and the wheels and the levers until the machine stops." <laughs> Communism detected! And the radiation, like, <laughs> it, like, turns from trying to attack Yuri and, like, its hands strafe the roof. And, like, the wood paneling on this, of this room is just boiling away to nothing. The wood is boiling. <laughs> um, as it tries to get a lock on your communist ideas. <laughs> and burn them out of me with radiation. Yeah. So make me a roll. All right. Um. Hmm. I'm going to go with deceit because I'm not actually a communist. That's a fair point. You are not a communist, and you are trying to get it to look at you as opposed to your friend, which is also a avenue of deceit. Yeah, uh, I'm at plus two. Uh. All right. Oh, and you, you gave me a plus one, so plus three. Yeah. Uh, hang on. I, I need to open my thing over because this would be opposed. Uh, it is at... Um, fuck, what are the tiers? Superhuman Ascendant? Um, extraordinary Ascendant. Uh, yeah, extraordinary extraordinary superhuman Ascendant. Superhuman godlike. Ascendant Godlike, yeah. Yeah, it's at Ascendant tier. Um, for for what quality? What is it using against? I'm you? just letting you guys know. If I say okay. it's like a, if it's like a superpower, that it, it's not using a superpower to detect your deceit. It's a fucking clockwork war machine. Yeah. Uh, but like, for example, it's laser guns. It's, it's radiation guns are a descendant. It's super. Its strength is a descendant. Yep. Okay. Whereas the other enemies in this base are at superhuman because they are superhumans. Yeah. Nope, that's a D6. I want a fate die. Uh, yeah, it's heaps distracted because it got two negatives on a plus zero roll. Uh, as it brings its radiation beams down on you, and just as it, like, strafes the roof, uh, you hear it, the radiation stops, and then you, like, see all this steam come out of its chest, and then its hands reconfigure. Uh, it must have expent its radiation charges, and now needs to, like, recharge the radiation beams, because it was just holding down the trigger and hitting nothing but <laughs> Uh, Greg, do you want to do anything before Yuri tries to possess this robot? Uh, I'm not sure that there's much Greg can do in this situation. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to keep it distracted. Uh, you Greg, can try and craft something. Like, for example, you could try and make yourself some cover out of... It, it takes a turn for yeah. that 
work. Um, uh, so okay. Yuri, I'm Yuri as he's to... like reeling himself in, shouts to Greg and he says, why can't you just make yourself useful, Greg? <laughs> um, Greg uh, is going to just uh, start reciting Das Kapital in <laughs> Russian. <laughs> <laughs> While uh, I guess so, is the is the radiation laser pointing coming towards me too? Uh, no, the radiation laser's spent, so now it's switched to hands, and it's about to start charging towards uh, Amriel. But I wanted to see what you guys were doing before I oh, went to Yuri's uh, possession roll. Yeah, I'm going to. I'll I'll try to distract it because I'm mostly invulnerable to physical damage anyway. So I'm just going to start uh, reciting Das Kapital at it. All right, it's it's pretty well damage is still going to hurt a lot. <laughs> yeah, I think it's radioactive hands might 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 affect Greg. We uh, have well, that I will. Uh, do I have? I do have dodge. I will dodge out of the way whilst, like, uh, I'm going. I'm going to uh, matador yeah, him. Yeah. So oh, I'm okay. To, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to my red. My red flag is the, yeah, the red yeah. words of Karl Marx. You start signaling. You start signaling your glowing aspects so that they're red and yellow, like yes. the communist flag. I make, I make a little hammer and sickle appear inside me. While while uh, Greg is reciting while, while while Greg is reciting Das Kapital in in Russian, Amriel starts humming the international. <laughs> uh, Yuri uh, I'm gonna like grab onto its back yeah I guess athletics chip <laughs> there is a difficulty on this roll but it is pretty low uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna invoke again um Yeah, I'm gonna go with. Um, yeah, I'm gonna invoke my samurai, Sabanido samurai, oh, yeah. and like grab into it, and just try and like lock my hands into its like back plate. I guess. Yeah, as you, invoke to your, as you invoke your samurai, you remember those images of the um, of your fellow warriors fighting those uh, Japanese the Japanese mecha force. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. and you yeah, see like, on mechas on the Japanese force. Yep. Uh, you can you can see like a swarm of samurai robots, like ants, all over the mecha. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, what did you get? Sorry. Um, three. Nice. You beat the difficulty of one. <laughs> um, so you possess it. Yep. Now comes an opposed roll. Uh, it is at ascendant tier, which is way better to oppose you. So because I'm only extraordinary. Yes. So shit. It will. I'm pretty sure that all of the ascendant tier stuff goes on the player side. So like, I don't change what I roll. You subtract a d6 or something. Yeah. I think so. Like, if you subtract 1d6 per tier difference, yes? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's two, two tiers? Yeah. 
Can someone roll 2d6 for me? Because I don't have I will do that. I will roll it with my... Uh, hang on, I'll clear this first. So, I've got it right here if you want. Well, I've got the dice stream app open, so I'll just add 2d6 to my fudge die roll. Oh, yeah, you could do that, too. Uh, I rolled two twos for the d6, and I got plus two for my attack, for my, uh, attack roll. Mm. Well, good, good, I, I got... rolled a nine with my 2d6, so you're, that's better. <laughs> uh, well, I got I got four, so that puts it at zero. Mm-hmm. And you need to beat its two. Yeah, which means I guess I can. You could invoke some aspects. Well, what's what a draw means doesn't change, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, nothing moves forward. Yeah. So um, what happens is you start to try and possess it, and then you like. <sighs> The th- what's standing in your way is twofold. Uh, mm-hmm. One, this isn't a computer; it's a fucking clock. <laughs> yeah. uh, and two, this isn't just a machine. There's magic in here. Like a clock can't be this smart, and you can yep. see how it is this smart. There's like you can feel the arcane runes etched onto the cogs inside its skull, and those are forcing you back. So it's mm-hmm. different, and it's magically protected. Yep. It's Nazi techno wizardry. Hmm. Hmm. And this isn't even the best part. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Cool. So I guess it, yeah, essentially I like, yeah, delve into it and then it's just, yeah, cogs and runes, which is very much out of my general, general scheme. If if only your creator was here. (laughs) (laughs) True. Um, as you realize that your creator stole this your, the idea for you from the Nazis. You also oh. have a magic brain. <laughs> Gross. Um, so, the triplets. Uh, Ayumi's cowering under a table, because Ayumi's not the fighter. Uh, Takuma's taken shelter behind Emriel, who's now luring the enemy towards them. Takuma's now like, what the fuck have I done? And Kayuki's like, taking a knee and is aiming his laser gun, and then this violet plume of purple light just streaks out, and it's like a jagged laser shape, uh, and it hits the leg, uh, of the, um of the Colossus and you see like the, the room just fills with purple light and like everything goes quiet as the smoke clears and you're like, Oh yeah, definitely, definitely killed that thing. And you just see <laughs> a little scorch mark on its leg. Uh, <laughs> as it says, uh, in German, uh, I will not fall to communist tricks. Uh, and it's going to attack Kayuki. Um, let's see how badly Kayuki gets fucked up in his Super Sentai suit. Oh yeah, you see sparks go everywhere off Kayuki as he flies across the room in slow motion and goes, Whoa! <laughs> what does he go? Whoa! 
and then he like slams into the wall and slides down and like keeps sort of like thrashing and sparks are going everywhere. Um, and then you swear the robot without a face smirks at the rest of you. Like it just has a smug robotic smug feel robot. about it. <laughs> mm. Smug Robert. Uh, Amriel. Uh, Amriel beats her chest, uh, holding up the flaming sword, and then she looks at the robot smirking and she goes, Come at me, comrade. Uh, it's it. Uh, it's going to take a swing at you as it says. Okay. Finally, the great ideologies of the twentieth century clash. <laughs> uh, it's a descendant here to attack you. All right, uh, Amriel. You have an see. ascendant to your defense. I have. Hmm. Can you, you use your glass to defend? Yeah, I do. Got I do have carry. Uh, that's that's only at superhuman though. Yeah. Well, that's only a difference of one, so that's only one d six. All right, so one, uh, so I roll three fudge and one d six. Uh, yes. Okay. Oh, good. Um, I rolled plus plus minus and then a six. Oh, 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 that sucks. Cause I rolled plus then three minuses. Oh wait, no. So you, so Ray would roll the d6, not Ryan. Uh, uh, no, it's always it's on the player's side. It's just because so I thought you you would roll the d6 instead of one of your fudge and add it to it. It yeah. So when it's um, when it's this way, the player rolls a d6 and then I subtract it. Yeah, it subtracts it from the result. So where, I'm, yeah. So I'm at minus two because I rolled. I mean, you still. Still be you tie, you tie with its minus two, so okay. you don't need much to make it a success, or you can just not move forward. Like, um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna invoke. How many fudge dice did you roll? Three. Is that the right amount? Yeah, because there's only one separation between yeah. us. Um, um, right, right, right. I'm, I'm a superhuman. Um. Hmm. I'm going to invoke Hell's Fury Unleashed again. I'm I'm just angry that this thing is hurting my human allies. All right. Uh, so you you just adding plus two? Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. So you smack its hand out of the way with a furious cry, and as its hand slams into the boiled wooden wall. Uh, and you hear like it slam into the iron and steel plating underneath. Uh, Greg, uh, so Yuri has failed to possess it. Mm-hmm. Yuri seems to be in the act of possessing it. Gotcha. I've gone a bit still. Yeah. Um, so I want—I don't want to try to destroy the thing outright because it would be good if you were. Could still possess it. Um, Who needs so, a flesh body when you're a colossus? <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess I'm gonna try zapping it with my sentient cloud zap. Yeah, you've got like a lightning attack, right? Yep. Uh, so that is at 
E excellence is below superhuman, right? Enhanced or whatever. Extraordinary. Yes. Extraordinary. Extraordinary. That's it, yeah. yeah, so there's two tiers separating us. So it's oh, well, place uh, two of your fudge dice with D6s. Maybe I won't do that then. Um, you could try and do something that doesn't directly oppose it. That would provide yeah. a bo benefit to your friends. Could uh, um, so it's it's just like a giant robot golem that's punching everything. Yes, as it's waiting for its radiation cannons to recharge. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of trying to get inside it and eating its radioactive core, but then it would be that's useless. An, uh, to us. That's a direct attack as well. Yeah, but that would be a different skill. That would be my super scientist skill, which is mm -hmm. ascendant. Yeah. Um, hmm. Uh, I guess I'm going to... <sighs> Damn it. I don't know. Um, what do you guys think? Um, is there anything it's, else in the room that you could use? Or do its hand like is currently halfway in a wall. Okay. Oh, so it's hand is okay. So um, I'm going to. It takes a turn. It's a there's a delay on my super scientist, but I'm going to try to, uh, like encase its hand in the wall. So like, uh, just wrap the wall around it so it can't pull its hand out. Yeah, it doesn't have any defense against that other than to like pull back. So make your yeah. crafty check. Uh, plus five. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Yuri, what do you do as you see Greg, like, candy well, floss? It's, it's going to take a turn because it has a delay. Well, so, yeah, so you, like, wrap around the hand in the wall as it's, like, trying to turn up the torque and pull its arm out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the metal and wood all starts to blend together. Uh, Yuri. Um, I'm going to, like, draw my katana and then, like, plunge it into its shoulder and try and, like, weaken that arm. All right. Essentially. The one that's pulling it in and then like jab it around. Yep. All right. Um, melee, melee attack, yeah. Um, what, do you have any trappings, superpower levels on that or anything? No, I just got regular. Okay, well, it's got armor. <laughs> so, it's a tank and you have a sword. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair. Um, so it's oh, so you a sword to a tank fight. It's armors an ascendant tier. I guess that's three tiers. My athletics is three tiers different. My my melee weapons is mundane. Yeah, <laughs> three tiers different. So roll three d six. You might roll three ones. Could you roll three d six? I can roll three d six. It doesn't actually matter, but. It doesn't. I got a one of five and a three, so it doesn't actually matter. <laughs> and my first dice was only a blank, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, your sword just, like... Is it an actual katana? What is it made out of? Um, I was imagining it as an actual katana. Is it a traditional... It like is it, like, an antique, or is it something you bought off Global Gear? <laughs> no, it's like part of it's part of the cybernetic samurai stuff. So it's not antique, but well, yeah. But my so so, 
I'm not asking if it's a mall katana, in which case, like, you wouldn't have even brought it with you. Um, if it's, like, uh, one that's made in a factory, uh, it will be made out of... with very different metallurgical techniques to an antique sword. Yes, it'd be factory. It'd be, like, a right. new one. So, it's a good thing that you went with from, that. New from means, the 80s. Because that means it's made out of spring steel and not the trash metal that they make katanas out of, which... I want to point out, technologically amazing, but like the reason that the katana is the way it is is because it's made out of garbage steel, and so they have to compensate for it. So if Yuri did this with an antique katana, it would just fucking bend. Yep. Uh, whereas yours sort of bends, but not as badly, and glances off. Yep. Uh, so you didn't just trash your sword, is my point. Mm-hmm. You'll have to, like, after That's the good. fight, you'll have to, like, flex it on your chest to get it straight again, but it's not ruined forever. <laughs> yep. Um, who hasn't gone this turn? I think we're back to the triplets. Yep. Um, Kayuki's covered in sparks. Uh, Takuma sprints to the table with Ayumi, and, like, they start, like, grabbing things out of their pouches, and they they must be building something. They're, like, slamming components together. Um, and actually, it's the machine's turn. Uh, so it starts, tries to pull its arm out, and then goes, hmm, it's not working. There's a, there's some kind of candy floss wrapped around my arm and metal. Uh, and then you hear, like, a steam whistle again, and then you see its other hand change shape into its radiation gun again, and it points it down at its own hand, where Greg is. Greg, do you... Oh, that's my me. Yeah, your mic was muted, I take it? Yes, sorry. Uh, do you want to try and dodge, or do you want to stick to your guns and try and finish trapping its arm? Um, its punch would be at Ascendant 2. It's not its punch, it's its radiation cannon, but yes, it would be at Ascendant. That's not even fucking worth it. My dodge is at Mundane. I'll just... You're gonna um, endure? Well, I have a... Oh, oh, it's its radiation cannon? Yeah. That I am going to get out of the way of. Uh, yeah. No, Greg's going to be a big damn hero. I'm going to take it. You hear Yuri's voice uh, echo in your head. Why don't you make yourself useful? <laughs> useful. <laughs> useful. Exactly. Uh, all right. Well, can I can I dodge like around its arm, like not completely leave, but like move that part would, of myself that would out be of the a, way? That'd be a dodge check. Okay, but I would still be. Would I be able to keep trying to get him in there? Uh, it requires that, you to shift your body, and your body is your crafting medium. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to keep working to get another wall then. But it works out in your favor because. You got a plus, a minus, a blank, and a minus. So nice. he fires the radiation gun and he's targeting 
His depth perception's terrible, uh, and he just cooks the floor, like completely misses the arm, uh, and the the ground just pops underneath, like the wood's been turned into tar. Oh. Um. Uh, and then it just you know you hear, just hear this metal whirring sound that kind of sounds like mm, as if it's annoyed that it missed. Um, Emriel. Um, are we still trying to preserve this thing so that, um... No, nope, smash it. it. Okay. Smash, it. <laughs> smash the fuck out of it. Um, in that case, Amriel is going to, uh, shoulder check it. Because... Because right. you have ascendant shoulder check? Yes, I have physical force and ascendant. Yeah. So I can do that. <laughs> we're evil. We're even rather, not evil. Well, we are both, but, you know. Oh, Jesus. All right. What do you All got? Right. I, you rolled, got I rolled nothing, uh, but uh, my demon warrior is at plus three, so I'm at plus three. Well, it got Meg one. <laughs> Uh, as it's like, oh no, my arm has been trapped by the corruption of communism. <laughs> uh, and you slam into it. Um, can I, I'm going to use my impact uh, gift. So basically when I, when I get spin on a roll using Demon Warrior, which I just did, because I got four shifts on him, mm-hmm. um, I can declare a fragile aspect on myself, my opponent, or the scene as appropriate. All right. Um, uh, huh. Can I? Can I? Um, I did not see that coming. Oh, Stop it! <laughs> can you use your aspect to kill the to kill the GM? That's All a right. great name for an aspect. Yeah. Is okay. <laughs> I'll go with it. I did not see that coming. So what does that mean? Um, it's taken off guard. It's uh, it's off balance. All right. So it sort of like stumbles uh, and like it's tr- has to stop itself falling with its other arm. So it like props its other arm up against the wall as it stumbles, and you hear the tubes and glassware in the radiation cannon shatter as it props itself up with its other arm. Uh, uh, and it's off guard. Uh, Yuri. Um, oh, I'm gonna like jump down off its arm mm-hmm. and then make a beeline for that radio, the, the, the speaker. Sure. Oh, okay. I see what you're gonna do. Yep. Okay. Um, so athletics. Actually, it's off guard. So yeah, you make it to the speaker. Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to get over the speaker, reach up, grab the speaker, and then slip through that to the other end. Yep. Okay. Um, what uh, is there anything connected at the other end? What do I find um, internally? Are you interested in a compel? Mm. Yeah, sure. 
Alright, let me have a look at your aspects. To be which one this is. Um, one of the death ones, maybe? Um, hmm. I have been dead. Um, I think it's going to be, hmm, thrown into the abyss and come back for more, or random access memories. Random access memories is always fun. Always easy, but I don't know, maybe another one. Yeah, um, if it doesn't make sense, you know, obviously. Let's go with uh, Thrown Into the Abyss. Um, Mm -hmm. So you get a fate point (laughs) Um, as you try to find your way through this speaker system. And and the speaker system isn't the machine. speaker system, much like the radio in a car, is part of... Of a larger machine, <laughs> and you are lost inside the entire base. Like, you yep. don't know what system you're in. You're in something, and you can feel this huge void around you of empty, <laughs> hollow machine. This machine has no voice and no thought. It's got no electronics, and you're fucking don't know what to do. You've not. You're not used to possessing something this this complicated and yet simple. Like, it doesn't have any... It's not an advanced piece of technology in the way that you normally think of advanced technology. Yeah. It's just a very large piece of rudimentary technology. Somebody built a UFO out of uh, industrial-era factory parts. <laughs> yep. Um, it's like a good, yeah, and essentially it's just like... Hmm? You know, I would say it's a flying Mack truck, essentially. Yeah, it's the most advanced <laughs> tractor on the planet. <laughs> um, yeah, and I feel like as I like slip in, it's kind of just like this dark space just like yawns. Yawns before me kind of thing. And Yuri just, like, goes kind of limp over in the corner. Yuri doesn't even know where his body is now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, out of character semantics question, mm-hmm. if we destroy this robot, is Yuri then, like, lost inside the base itself? Uh, like, no. Is this robot his only the robot, the robot is a separate thing to the base. Yuri broke off from fighting the Colossus to run over to yeah, where I mean, the I went speaker to on the wall was. The speaker where the German Oh, the speaker on the wall. I thought, yep, yep, yep. Oh, I thought the, the speaker voice was coming from... Oh, okay. I thought yeah. he meant the speaker on the no, robot. No, it was a wall speaker. But oh, okay. yeah, I understand. Yeah, he was referring to the wall speaker from the beginning of the scene. Yeah, yeah never mind. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So you guys have an off-kilter Colossus to deal with. Um, as it's trying to ride itself, and it's still half stuck in a wall. Um, so does that complete my action of embedding its fist in the wall? Yeah. 
does its armor have any gaps? Um, make me a super science check. Actually, be all nah, super science. Boy, plus five. Nice. God damn it. Um, <clears throat> just got an annoying email. Um, yeah, you you do find uh, a gap. Um, it has those cooling vent thingies where it let out the steam, and it's now got a backlog of radiation. Uh, and you start to see them open up, and it vents the steam. There's a way in. All right. Uh, <laughs> Literally, uh, no one else in the history of the world could exploit that weakness. But yeah. you are a gas monster. Uh, Greg is Greg is going in. Uh, and the and the Death Star uh, designers like, God damn it! <laughs> Again, <laughs> we're fine as long as they're not made of gas. <laughs> <laughs> when would that ever happen? I didn't Son count on there being space wizards and gas monsters. Mine gulp. Um, yeah. So you're now inside a dirty bomb reactor. Yeah. Cool. There's a lot of there's a lot of heat in here. It's very 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 warm. Amriel, I'm the ghost of the machine. Good one, Greg. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> uh, just doesn't that's care that's about that. Greg and Yuri's shit. I think that's neat. Can I start messing him up, or is my turn just getting in there? Uh, are you just going to dissolve the power source? So, well, so is it like a whole bunch of gears and stuff in here, or is it like uh, the, what, part what is that, the... the part that you're in is like. Um, it's like. There's a big, huge chunk of plutonium mm -hmm. and a lot of heat and some kind of medium for turning that heat into power. Right. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm just going to eat the plutonium. <laughs> All right. Or convert it into... Uh, I guess I'd have to do something with it, so I'm just going to turn it into lead. You could... Let's find out what plutonium decays into. I think it decays into lead. Probably. Probably decays into plutonium. Oh, yeah. Um, physical properties... Do I want allotropes? No. Um... Hang on, we're doing we're doing science, listeners. Science. Yeah. Find, find out what plutonium. If decays you into. know what plutonium decays into, write to us. Yeah, leave a leave a comment. I got to start using the goddamn YouTube chat because I bet Yodel's on there right now, being like, "It's this. <laughs> it decays into this." Um, it releases high energy helium when it decays, so that's cool. Huh. All right. You can turn it into helium. Oh, <laughs> plutonium decays into uranium. Of course it does. There you go. Decay products. Uranium-234. 
plutonium-244 has a half-life of about 82 million years and decays into uranium-240. Nice. This is a very, very long way of saying, like, any other material. The, yeah, the listeners must be loving this. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to turn it into lead, because I'm pretty sure lead is non-fish, uh, non-radioactive. Everything's radioactive. It's not fizzable. <laughs> That's true. Fizzile. Fizzile? Fizzle? Fizzle? Fizzile? Whatever. It can't be turned it's, it's into not a bomb. It's not Close going to power a nuclear reactor. Yeah, no one's made a m- molten lead reactor. Yeah. Uh, yeah Alright, so, gonna... so that, that'll be your turn as the robot starts, like, spasming. <laughs> like, oh no! Oh no! Oh no! In German. <laughs> uh, the you see the the other the two triplets that were not knocked unconscious come out from under the table and say we made a, thi- a thing. It's a, we call it a laser charge. It'll just melt a hole right through the thing's chest. I think Greg's bit, eating it. Yeah, bit bit late now. I realize we're not used to the whole fools rush in approach. What's up with Yuri? Um, I think he tried to possess something. Um, I'm, I'm going to go over to Yuri and like snap my fingers next to his head. Does he react <laughs> at all? Nothing happens. Uh, Ayumi walks over to their brother. Uh, Greg, you have turned the plutonium into lead. Yes. Oh, I did it already? Yeah. I'm not going to. Oh, I don't okay. want to spend half an hour waiting for you to turn it into fucking lead. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, okay, yeah. So, uh, Greg uh, oozes himself out of the machine. It was yes. easier to do because you didn't have to have, add as, uh, any energy to the reaction. Right, you I were just, just removing energy. energy. Yeah. You know, like usual. <laughs> I'll picture Greg, Greg uh, uh, exits through those same steam vents and then just sort of poof and just... Uh, ex exudes, exudes this burst of energy, even himself out. Amriel, ah. this reminds you of your time back in the birth of the universe. <laughs> so you get bathed in radiation. That's uh, oh, I think I just got a sunburn. <laughs> it's a good thing you're not a male demon. Yeah. <laughs> well. It's a shame that Yuri could not utilize this. Speaking of Yuri, he's uh, seems to have gone some. He seems to have gone somewhere. Greg, you hear uh, Ayumi call out to you. Um, I think. Do you know anything about fixing humans? I do. Uh, wait a second. Uh, out of character, I have. Te- uh, what do I have? I have science, which has. Treatment physical as a tag? So does that yeah, mean that's fine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I will roll my science. Do you want me to roll? Yeah. Who's who's hurt? Uh, Kayuki, the oh, right, fighter right. triplet. Uh, well, I got a plus five. Oh, nice. Yeah, you, 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 you reconfigure his biology... <laughs> And make it not bad anymore. Please stand still. This might uh, feel like something. 
and then Yuri, like, uh, Yuri, uh, Greg, like, goes inside him and knits his bones back together. Let's hope we don't end up with an empty child situation where you're like, oh, yeah, the spacesuit's probably part of his skin. Who's <laughs> him into his Sentai suit? Yeah. Yeah, humans oh, have gas masks for face, right? I mean, you can't prove they don't. I think I can with a quick Google search. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing Greg. Greg's inside of him. I'm like, should I bond the gas mask to him? And then does a quick search for human face and does not find any with a gas mask and decides, no, no, I won't bond the gas mask to his flesh. It would appear that his uh, his outer uh, head head carapace has become detached from his <laughs> inner flesh membrane. His outer epidermis has been refused to his inner epidermis. You're welcome. His what? Uh... <laughs> Yuri, how's it going in the empty vessel that is your new body? Yeah, it's it's alright. Um, I wasn't sure if I should maybe just hang out here until a, a narratively significant moment to try and get myself back together. Um, but, no, nah, now seems like as good a time as any. Um, I want to, yeah, I want to try and, like, pull myself out of it and then, like... Get myself over all of this, Jim. Essentially, yeah, I want to like <coughs> comprehend existence in a sense. All right, um, and have that that feeling of like. So essentially, I'm like lost in this void. Yeah, um, and I invoked your, um... which feels a lot like that other time yeah. that I was lost in a void. Um, Indeed, you have been lost in kind voids of... before. <laughs> but I kind of imagine that like. Um, as with then, it's kind of like this infinite darkness, and then there's this kind of um, slow rushing. Mm. Okay. Um, and then, like, this sort of feeling of, like, uh, sort of ascending, I guess, sort of uh, finding a, a, an upwards in this sort of, like, blank space, um, and then a sort of sudden flood of, like, openness and light as if like um, servicing from like underwater kind of thing. Um, mm -hmm. And I want to do another possession check. All right. See how much of a, see how much of a hold I can get on where you I'm, are, where I am. Go for it. Boop, boop, boop. Five. Um, you feel um, a body uh, it feels like your own, uh, or mm -hmm. at least it, it feels welcoming, which is a sensation you uh, associate with your samurai form. Um, and you also get like a sense of this place. And mm -hmm. you think that when they built this, no one knew it was going to fly except the people that engineered this base. Like, <laughs> everyone thought it was just a very defensible bunker. 
They yep. hid the fact that it would fly. Um, from Defura. <laughs> cool. Uh, do you um, go into the form? I I would briefly like to, um, with a five, can I say that I, I have sufficient control over the the radio system across space? Sure. Go for it. Um, yeah, so I briefly like get a sense over all of this, um, and then over the entire base intercom, I like flick it on, and I say, this machine kills fascists. And I slip back <laughs> into Yuri. Uh, yeah. You wake up, um, and you feel something in your throat, and your eyes hurt. And your skin is stinging like you're cold. Uh-huh. Uh, and you're see like glass or something in front of you. Or like and numbers. Yep. Um and it's hard to breathe. Mm. It's hard to breathe in that I am breathing. You're trying to, but there's uh-huh. something stuck down your throat. All oh, right, I like rip that out. Yeah, you pull out this massive tube. Um, Fuck. And you realize that you're in like some kind of sealed container, and there's like uh, gauges uh, in front of you with uh, Spanish writing on them. Uh huh. Um, is it like? Dark or is there like a window on top? Um, it's it, there's there seems to be like a f- uh, a faint yellow sulfurous light in this thing that you're inside of, and like you know that it's faint, but it's blinding to you. It's like your eyes haven't been opened in yep. years. Um, okay, I'm gonna like. Just try and fumble around, like, touching it around me, trying to, like, suss out the space, I guess. Yeah, you find, like, a lever. Um, it's the only lever in the whole thing. Yank it. Yeah, you yank it. Uh, and the Feebly, f- trying to, like, get the... I feel like my, my fingers are kind of, like, stiff to close around it. Yeah, it's like, then, you're, like, it's like, you've, been, yeah. It's like you've been sitting on your hand for a really long time, uh, but you yep. just managed to pull it, and then there's, like, a hissing... And, like, a bunch more lights come on and you start to feel a lot warmer. And then, like, the gauges in front of your face move away. Like, there, and it must be a door in front of you pulling away. It's hard to see anything. And then you fall forward a mm-hmm. long way. You must have been at the uh, top of the hillside of the room. Mm-hmm. Um, and you slam into a wall. And you see it's a very small room. It must be like a hidden compartment because you don't remember feeling this place. And it must have been close to your body because otherwise why the fuck did you end up in this meat? You feel pain and you can breathe. And what the fuck is going on? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Um, I, I feel like I'd sort of like half collapse onto the wall slash floor mm-hmm. and like 
semi passed in and out of consciousness while I try and like figure out my breathing and stuff. Yeah, you um, see, um, you see four other empty containers similar to the one you just came out of. Uh-huh. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. Right. Um, switch back to others. Yes. Uh, so you guys are staring at Yuri's empty body and the triplets are like, maybe we need to search for Yuri's consciousness elsewhere. He might've, he must've found another body. I mean, why would he make such a dramatic statement and then disappear? Well, Yuri does like to play for the cameras. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) I'm sure he's somewhere well i tell you what i will pick up the samurai body and i'll like fireman carry out carry it over my shoulder Mm -hmm. and eventually we'll run into him i hope do you go down the stairs that you came into this room for (laughs) yes the stairs that everyone was so insistent on using (laughs) uh you go down uh and there is, uh, this is more, less chateau meets industrial and more U-boat, uh, this level. Um, it's a bit more cramped. You see a sign, uh, Greg, you can read it, that says, uh, this way to, uh, firing stations. Firing Um, station. Yeah, and this way to control room. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, this way, and I start heading towards the control room. Yeah, you head in towards the middle of the base, and there's a large, like, submarine hatch door, and you can see a woman frantically inside, uh, and you see her, like, try, like trying to stay, trying to stabilize the base. Um, what do you do? The door's, like, sealed. Um... I believe that is the control room. I really just want to, like, walk up to the door and just, like, tap, tap, tap. And then when she looks, wave at her. Do do, do you do that? (laughs) Um, I don't know. Well, we can't. mm, Yeah, why not? You're on camera, so. Yeah. It makes good TV. Might as well make this dramatic. Yeah. So you tap, and then she, like, looks over, and you see her, like, scramble to a table and grab something and just jam it in her neck. Uh, Uh Looks like we got some Uh kind of super soldier coming at us. (sighs) I guess it's too much to hope that was some sort of suicide syringe. (laughs) I mean, you know, fascists are known for killing themselves, so could be. I mean, maybe he's just taking after his Fuhrer. Well, these are French, uh, French neoconservatives, so... No, still. <laughs> they have the weird paradox of hating the Nazis while <laughs> using a Nazi <laughs> super base. Yeah. Right, so I'll open, I'll open the bulkhead and you guys rush in and I'll bring up the rear. Uh, Very well. Ayumi, like, grabs out, like, two laser pistols that have, like, cords that go onto, like, a power back on his the back of his belt. 
yeah, I guess I'm I guess I'm the fighter now that Kayuki's injured. This is gonna be fun and like hold oh, him I up that, like, Yeah, but he's still shaken. Oh. Well, tell uh, him to get over it. So Ayumi like holds him up at like a jaunty angle, ready to just unload the laser pistols into the room. Uh, and you guys all hear like a, just as you're about to like open it, you hear like a, there's a radio signal that's on the same comm as you guys, but it's, it's real faint and static and distant. Uh, and, uh, do you guys do anything about that? I will, I respond to it. I'm not much good in a fight. What do you say? Well, what does what does the radio signal? Is it just you, like static, or does someone say something? It's static, and you can hear a voice, but you can't hear like you can't make out what they're saying. Oh, okay. Uh, I say uh, hello. <clears throat> it's like repeating. Like they're not uh, saying can something. I make some, can I make a check to like clear up the signal? Go for it. What are you going to do? So, uh, I'm going to use alien super scientist. Um, and you reconfigure your inner particles to try and catch the signal yeah. better. To, I'll, I'll like make myself into a little satellite dish and amplify the range finder. He spread. Greg spreads out in a parabolic shape. Yeah. Uh, plus six. Um, you resolve the signal. Uh, it's like, um... Emriel! Emriel, are you there? Jesus Christ! These guys are nuts! Uh, can I tell who it is? It's, uh, Alexandra Remington. Are you, like, oh. rebroadcasting that? Um... Uh, no, not yet. Uh, oh, hello. This is Greg. Greg! Greg, these guys are fucking insane! Well, they are fascists. No, you don't understand! The Valkyries are fucking insane! What are they doing? Well, we fucking... We got ambushed, and then they turned around and attacked us. I, I missed that. What'd you say? We got ambushed, and then... We got ambushed, and then they turned around and attacked us. As in their super team. The, the Valkyrs. Yeah, the Valkyrs and True Survivors got ambushed, and then the Valkyrs decided to attack the True Survivors as well. Are you on the ship? Uh, you can say that. You can hear rushing wind. Oh, you are literally on the hull of the ship. Yes, we need help. These bitches are crazy. They're still attacking you? Yeah, they've got fucking, like, monofilament swords and spears and, oh, God. Uh, I, I patch, uh, I patch Amriel through. Amriel, we'll take care of this one in the control room. Go help the true survivors. The, the what? What's going on now? The Valkyrs turned on the Jesus Christ! You gotta help me! 
Where are you? I'm... Oh, God. Oh, God! Ah! You just hear screaming and rushing wind. Greg, where the fuck are they? I do, they can I try out with my roll? Can I, like, tell where the signal's coming from? Yeah, she's about 10 meters below you uh, and 100 meters to the left. That's out 15, on the hall, right? 15 meters below you. 20 meters below you. 30. She's falling. Uh, Amriel is making a beeline for the exit. Might I suggest the firing stations? Yeah, I was thinking that too. Okay, firing stations it is. Alright, so you run in, and you realize that the firing stations are like on an outer ring sort of a thing. So like you take a tunnel out, and then like they're just mounted around the disc shape of the base so you start like running down because of the weird jaunty angle that the whole base is at uh, and you see one of the wrecked launch tubes um fortune favors the bold Amriel yeah so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leap through it I guess yeah the razor sharp jagged metal slices you um it's a minor consequence. I don't think it'll come up, but uh, a thousand cuts, we'll call it. Okay. Is the minor consequence. Uh, and you see uh, Alexandra screaming as she's falling towards the ground in the air. Um, Amriel spreads her wings and, or, no, she doesn't. She She dives because she's got to catch up to her. Mm-hmm. And she's already at terminal velocity, probably. Yeah. Um, and then once she, you know, is falling or or um, once she catches up to Alex, uh, she's gonna like wrap her arms around around the falling woman um, and and spread her wings out and slow their descent. But you know. Kind of arcing down. It's hard to kill your momentum. Um, you're gonna have to do something else. Uh, you grab her and you like start to spread your wings, and you're going too far. You're falling too fast, and there's not enough time to to stop. Before we hit the ground? Yeah. Alright. Hmm. There are rivers and stuff that run through the middle of Paris, so... Well, instead of stopping, why don't you just, like, go parabolic to the ground and... That's what I was, that's what I was thinking. Like, I'm going to try to start pushing myself forward to kill off the momentum, but will we still run into the ground? We want to go asymptotic to the ground and not... Uh, as close to it as possible, but without gotta, catching you, it. You gotta try something. Um, or what? Do you think it would be better to to try to aim for one of the one of the rivers? I'll put us I'll put us in the Seine and kill as uh, as much as our momentum as we can as I can. Uh, yeah, you could also try and like grab the Eiffel Tower. There's like a you could do the Batman thing and break your own spine because and then act like it's all fine because you know 
Christian Bale's a hard man. Yeah. Mm. All right. Can can I can I like absorb most of? Because I do have stress capacity uh, mm-hmm. on my demon warrior. Can I just take all of the brunt of the of the crash landing and, and right. try to spare her as much as I can? Go for it. All right. Let's see how this goes. I hope I didn't just kill my girlfriend, you guys. Odd or even, by the way. Even. Okay. Uh, so, you, you uh, like try. You turn yourself around and you slam uh, into uh, a fruit stand, and it just explodes, and you slam into the concrete beneath it, and it's just canes like a motherfucker. Um, but you know, yeah. you killed your momentum, and Alexandra's not dead. Um, so I got uh, plus five on my uh, demon warrior roll to take that blow. How did? How does it you, match up? It hurts so bad, but you're you'll be able to walk it off. But man, what a feel that tomorrow. It's a yeah. lot of it's a lot of pain right now, but uh, it's not gonna stop you. You're a demon. Ow! <laughs> Yuri. Uh huh. Um, you're in this weird ass room. Uh. Well, I, I guess obviously <gasps> I like look at my hands in the mm-hmm. light now. They look very smooth. Is he in a Hitler clone? He's in a Hitler clone. <laughs> look, let's not. <laughs> I haven't found a mirror yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you see some like surgical equipment and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, is there any doors? Um. Yes, there is a door. Um. It's uh, like for a very sort of sub commandery kind of room. It's a very sort of basic door, and it just looks like a flat sheet of steel. Um, like, there's no handle on it or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, like, a little bit of a groove that you can, like, pull it on. Okay. Can I get it open? Is there a... Yeah, you pull it aside, and you see the back of a bookcase. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, like... Push that. Is there any? Is there any, like latches or little? Yeah, you you push the bookcase and it just falls over, and you see uh-huh. a um, bedroom. Um, it looks like it was once very um, stately, and now there's like beer bottles and graffiti all over it, uh, and yep. it's been fucking tipped on its side. Yep. Cool. I'll um, yeah. just some clothes in here. No, it doesn't matter. I'm not. I don't <laughs> think about clothes. Yeah, you, you see, you see, like <laughs> some co- some red and black uh, combat uh, pants, like camo pants. Yep. Uh, with a sort of a sharp edged digital pattern, uh, and some like, uh, and some army boots. Mm-hmm. No, I like stumble to the next door. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna, like. You you, you see two very, doors, like, uh, odd or even. 
Um, odd. You stumble into the bathroom. <laughs> uh huh. Is there is there a sink and a mirror? There is, there is a sink and a mirror, and you see. I like stumble in and like sort of half fall and like grab at the sink to like stop myself from like face planting into it, and mm-hmm. then look up into the mirror. You see the face of a of a monster. It's uh-huh. a it's a youthful, vital, vigorous Adolf Hitler. Oh, with no mustache. With no mustache and like weirdly muscular. It's like Captain uh-huh. America Hitler. <laughs> no one will recognize you without the mustache. It's true. No one recognizes me as muscular, mustacheless Hitler. <laughs> it's Abradolf Hitler. Um, <laughs> what would Hinkler do? Yeah, and I, I have that moment where I like touch my face to make sure I'm real. Yeah, you um, feel it. You feel it. And like look really in close at myself at different angles. Yep, it's 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 a Hitler you've never seen before, but it's definitely old Adolf. Uh-huh. I, you bet Adolf wish he looked this good. Do I? So it, is it like Johnny Hitler from Danger 5? I haven't seen all of Danger <laughs> 5. I, I imagine like Johnny Hitler, but not but actually youthful. <laughs> there was an episode of the second season where he goes to an American high school and poses as Johnny Hitler. And it's just Hitler, but he's wearing like... And he hates juice. He's <laughs> like wearing a leather coat and sunglasses. Yeah. And they're like, oh my He's god, Johnny Hitler's so cool. <laughs> I he told you to juice. round up all of the juice. Yeah, that's what we <laughs> yeah. did. We put them in camps in Poland. No juice. <laughs> um Good. Do I feel um Evil? Now no. that I'm kinda of like getting my <laughs> getting my legs. Do I do I feel like I, I have, I have a vague memory of what of what it was like to be human mm-hmm. a long time ago. Um, does this feel like that, or do I feel better than that? It feels feels real good um, in a sort of a just had a breathing tube stu- uh, stuck down my frozen throat kind of way. Uh huh. It's um. It feels like uh, it feels like waking up after a drunken uh, party where you hooked up with that one really attractive person. Uh-huh. So, you know, so there's some tiredness in there, but you know, you also feel good. But I don't feel strong. You don't feel like superhuman. Abnormally strong. You'd probably yeah, be okay. like ascendant. If you're asking for tears on your strength, you're not punching any. It's still pretty high. You're not punching any golems, but you know you're peak human. Yeah, Captain Captain America. Like, like, well, yeah, like, like a high, high mundane. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, Captain America, but Hitler. (laughs) Yeah. But not quite as strong as Captain America. Like, not yeah, not superhuman strength. Well, Captain uh, isn't superhuman. He's, he's never mind. Not, I'm not, not, not going to nerd not, out. Not movies, <laughs> Captain America. Okay, yeah. You're not bench pressing a helicopter. Yeah, 
comic Captain to... America is just he's supposed to be like the the absolute peak perfection of human like strength and endurance. Yep. So you could like train for twenty years and be Captain America, but he just does it because of drugs. Oh, you could get in a weird radiation thingy and have some blue Gatorade pumped into your veins. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the <laughs> other way to do it, I guess. Um. Okay. I um. Yeah. Pants, baby. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I've got. Uh, no, nah, I just. That's don't. I just want it to not happen. I feel like I'm still disorientated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, well, actually, no. I like look in the mirror and then like feel my face and stuff, and I'm like, is this real? And then essentially, I like freak out and then like run out of the bathroom. Um, yep. You run out like, of nope, 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 nope. You run uh, through the graffiti room and then you're like in, um, you're actually in the first room that you guys came into, the one with the collapsed armor on the gr- uh, ground. Um, uh, and you see the sealed shut door and the buckled wall from where the golem punched it. Uh-huh. Um, uh, yeah. And then I'll turn and like, like stumble slash leg it towards the direction that we were like into the golem room yeah so you managed the door like groans open (laughs) um so greg and the triplets Mm. (laughs) amriel bolts the woman in there seems sweaty now and like her eyes look um her eyes look empty <laughs> I'm sure that's fine <sighs> okay well she's yeah um I turn to the the wow I just totally blanked on their team name TKS or the triplets will do fine. yes TKS um well Amriel went to go save her girlfriend. Uh, Yuri is indisposed, and uh, the woman on the other side of the door seems to have injected herself with some sort of super serum. But that is the control room. So, would one of you please use your hands and open that door? Yep. Uh, uh, The engineer, Takuma. uh, Do they still have that laser cannon assembled? The laser claymore, basically. The laser breaching charge. Sure. He slaps that on there. It's like, well. And then he presses a button and takes a few steps back. And then you, like, a beam of light shoots through the wall. And the door groans open. uh, And then Ayumi just starts, like, unloading laser bolts into the room. Um, And you just see this woman just like sprinting from side to side around the laser bolts um just like dodging from left to right as the laser bolts miss her she's dancing in the raindrops Jesus interesting Christ. uh it's greg do you want maybe a super science roll uh yeah i would i would very much like to do that uh that would be plus six uh, 
this is looks like some kind of super speed. In particular, though, you think you know the specific type of super speed. Uh, judging by the weird sweat and the empty eyes. Um, Beth? Uh, <laughs> basically, uh, it is, uh, you scour your databases uh, and it reminds... It's uh, several cases reported during World War II. Um, of uh, German soldiers uh, and other uh, Axis powers, super soldier programs. Uh, it's uh, it's a World War Two uh, super drug um, that they fucking that she just dosed herself up with. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's it's. You know, Nazi, any- Nazi super speed, like yeah. actual speed. <laughs> is there World War Two? Is there any sort of um, reagent that would neutralize it? Any way to do that? Uh, yeah, give her another dose; she'll probably die. Like her heart's like it. It does all the things that meth does, and then chuck the speed force on top of it. Yeah. Uh, can it be aerosolized? Um, it could, but you don't know the formula off by heart. You just know the symptoms oh, and the case. Okay. Like you don't have the formulas. Right. Then we'd be playing a different game. Yeah. Well, no, because <laughs> then, then I would... Then, then we'd be playing... Um, Greg is a drug factory and you guys are drug dealers. <laughs> we wouldn't be playing adventure base rating. We'd be playing... Base rating Comrades, drug dealers. I know how we can make much more money than base rating. <laughs> but Greg can't put on a Heisenberg hat. <laughs> Let's cook. Um, so is she coming towards us or is she just dodging his shots? Uh, she's dodging the laser ball. She's waiting for him to run out of lasers and he's doing a valiant job of emptying the battery. Okay, so I'm going... Greg is going to uh, tell... TKS to back up, keep shooting, but to just back up a little bit. And for like 10 feet on our side of the door, I want to spread out and make the floor super slick. Ah, good. And through falls. All right. Um, Ayumi uh, is emptying the laser, and then uh, the other two back up. You lay tell down. Them I'm doing this. Yeah. You lay down your slick, uh, and then a uh, Ayumi uh, lasers click, um, and he goes to throw the laser pistol, forgetting that the power cord is attached to his belt, and it just sort of flies out and then swings back down and hits him in the shin. He's like, "Ah, oh, fuck!" And then the the woman is standing in front of him, um, and she doesn't smile. She like frowns happily. It's a weird look, and she just sort of half falls towards him, and then runs and grabs him by the throat. Uh, you need to do something so to ice her into the hallway. Well, Ayumi's still in the room, because he had to give oh, you guys time th- to pull back. Yeah. Oh, you see, I thought we hadn't gone in yet. He was in the doorway, so same difference. Oh, okay. She's just run forward and grabbed him. You need to, like, lure her out. Um... Did you you roll for your slick, or no? I didn't make him roll for the slick, because the roll is going to be to get her to 
for dungeons okay. trap. Because I, uh, I think the way the way it would work in Fate is um, he would roll, and it would it would be uh, create an advantage roll. So that would tell you how many times you could invoke the the slick for a bonus. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, he's the only player character in the scene, so I'm not going to have the triplets. The triplets do it. Yeah. Uh, um, um, could I say that I, like, run around the corner? <laughs> ah, guten tag, mein Führer. Um, and arrive at this moment? Yeah, you arrive. There's the triplets, and Greg's just, like, made the ground um, a frictionless surface. And there's a naked, muscular leader, leader of the German people. Um, and I like, I like, look at the twins. I look at Greg. I look past them at this crazy lady. Yeah, and Ayumi. And Ayumi, and she's like grabbed Ayumi. Yeah, by the throat. Um, um, she says something in French. And I like lock so. eyes with her, and then I'm like, Heil. Just confused. Just like standing opposite naked Hitler. <laughs> uh, she said like something like such a disappointment. Oh, uh, alright. To who? To Ayumi. That's what she said before when I said she said something in French. Greg said, what did she say? Because Greg speaks all languages. Yeah. Fair. Uh, yeah, uh, well, uh, uh, so we don't know that's Yuri, um, uh-huh. so, Greg... You do see your samurai body. Yeah. Past, it's just on the ground somewhere here, isn't it? Uh, I'll say it's at this end of the hall. Um, uh, we'll say that uh, Amriel dropped it on their way out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to like run, run towards it. The samurai body? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you run towards it and grab it? Just like place my hand on it. Yeah, you place your hand on it and you realize you don't know how uh, you got into the body no, you're in. I don't know where you the mechanical could, part is. And you can probably leave it, but there's no guarantee that you'll be able to get back into this body. Then you have flesh, which you wanted. And mm. It wouldn't take much to, to get some cosmetic surgery, but... <laughs> Never grow a Charlie Chaplin mustache. <laughs> but you know, you're you're in you're you have your flesh. Hey, Hitler, samurai body, you might be giving it up. Sorry. If you jump back into the samurai body, you will probably be giving up this flesh. Right. But like, assumedly, I could find a way. Like, we have Greg. Yeah, you might be able to find a way back into it, but like you don't know in this instance whether you, yes. like in the moment, whether you could. It's the, 
It's the Fantastic Four, the movie dilemma of, ooh, I'm going to save my friend, but I have to become a monster to do it. <laughs> Tell you what, I like put my hand on the side of my body and then like sort of fire my brow and like have this brief moment. And then I just like look up and like stare daggers at like this woman attacking um, Ayumi. Ayumi. And then I just like launch myself at her, like just charge as Hitler. All right, you start to launch at her, uh, and you oh, actually wait. have you actually have more feet of not slick ground than she does, and she like starts cackling and runs, and immediately just fucking. Three stooges it and starts <laughs> hurtling towards the wall at like Mac one. And then oh. I wanna like I like crash tackle her and she loses balance. Yeah. Uh you fucking she's fucking on the ground. She's fucked. Super speed on frictionless surface. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and as I like uh, yeah. tackle her, I like yell over my shoulder, make yourself useful, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a thing that Yuri would say. But does it come out in German just to be funny uh, or is it in English? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, oh, good morning, Yuri. I didn't recognize you as Hitler. <laughs> Buff Hitler. <laughs> Sexy Hitler. Dad bod Hitler. <laughs> uh, so Yuri's like on top of her? Yeah. Yep. Well, then I don't want to shock her because that would shock Yuri. Uh, hmm. Uh, if Yuri's holding her down, oh, God. Uh, how, she might have how ampules of the drug on her. Yeah, but Greg oh, yeah. doesn't have hands. I have um, hands. Well, I, I was thinking if we want to be really evil, Greg can just dissolve her limbs. Yeah. Oh, no. uh, Quick, cut the live feed! <laughs> oh, right, yeah. That. Um, oh, yeah, no. you're being beamed out across the planet and probably parts of the cosmos. Yeah. Big so. Game Heroes, remember? Yeah, not that. And you, the cloud, can help help <laughs> make back Hitler this, to kill this woman. Back in the, <laughs> back, in the slave, back in the slave pits that your race now call home. They're like, hey, have you seen this new TV show from Earth? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my god, is that the is that the segment known as Greg? <laughs> you can you, you know what I think I think that is the segment known as Greg. What is wow. What's he doing? <laughs> Why has he not simply dissolved that one's limbs to render it useless? Um, <laughs> Honestly, uh, okay, like, you can see I'm, like, on top of her, but you can see that I have, like, zero strength over her. I've only, like, gotten a brief moment of surprise. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, Chainstar should probably rip me in half in two seconds. Her, is she wearing clothes? Are you going to fuse her clothes to the floor? She does have clothes on. 
Yeah, she does. All right, so I'm going to. Unlikely. I'm not going to fuse her close to the floor because, in case we like, want to bring her into the control room to tell us how shit works. But yeah. uh, I'm going to try to, uh, like, basically fuse, turn her clothes into. Eh, fuck, we'll go with lead, so she can't move. So she's basically encased inside her clothes. All right, make me a crafty check. To do it without burning any part of Hitler, Yuri, into... (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That's plus five. Yeah, you managed to... I got one thing. I bumped my alien super scientist up to plus four, because it's what I do. Yeah, you managed to turn the clothes to lead, and she's, like, struggling, because they're heavy... But they're lead, so they're very malleable. So this pr- pr- gives you more time. It does not solve the problem. Oh, yeah. Um, and then instead of lead, can I turn them into something that's not malleable? Guess you could that turn them my... into. Guess you could turn them into hardened steel. Uh, yeah, or titanium. Let's do titanium. Well, titanium has a is brittle, but whatever. You do you. Something something she can't easily bend. Yeah. Whatever turn, that material is, that's what I turned it into. Turn it into diamond <laughs> for all I care. Yes, that's what I do. I turn her clothes into diamond because Greg does not understand the inherent value of things like that. Yeah, you just go for uh, the toughest <laughs> chemical bomb bond you can yeah. find. Yeah. Ah, there. <laughs> I turned her clothes into solid, gleaming, perfect diamond. You know, we need lots of carbon atoms in a tetrahedral lattice. (laughs) That'll stop her. (laughs) Yeah, everyone is. The triplets are shocked. They look at the. They look at Hitler and diamond clothes, (laughs) speed demon, and Amriel. How are things going in the fruit stand? You're covered in watermelon. I'm guessing the first thing that Amriel. The Amriel. That's the first thing I thought. Yeah. I'm guessing the first thing Amriel does when she, you know, can move again is go to check on Alex. How is Alex doing? Alex is just like lying there, breathing really deeply. Is like oh, that was um. Oh boy! And she like taps your chest after a few minutes. Is like it's a weird first date and rolls yeah. off of you. To the crown, it just sort of lies there. <sighs> Welp, almost died. That was rough. Are your are your friends okay? Or are they still up there? Well, don't uh, don't don't rightly know. Kind of um, I think I might be in shock. Uh, the ambush was not going well in our favor before you know Oda threw me off the fucking building you want to return the favor I I, I don't know where my gun landed and she like looks around the park thing that you're in I don't know where my gun landed she says like really quietly I I don't maybe maybe better Maybe you better sit this one out. Um, so, so we're in the middle of a park. Like, what's what's around? The Eiffel Tower. Okay. 
Um, in that in that case, uh, well, why don't, you, why don't you come over here, Alex, and 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 we can we can sit for a bit, okay? Until until you're a little more. It's just you, you you're, fell, you're just gonna sit this one out. You fell out of it. We fell out of a. We fell out of a UFO. I mean, personally, uh, Amriel fell for nine days once, and it was. <laughs> <laughs> what a trip that was. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, everybody couple, was doing it at the time. So falling a couple of thousand feet is probably not all that uh, all that terrifying for her. All right, but uh, uh, I'm I'm at least I'm at least gonna like make sure that Alex gets an ambulance, or you know, call call um, the French emergency services and and. Stay with her until um, until the really paramedics. You're gonna get an ambulance. Yeah, there's a lot of ambulances that are busy. <laughs> yeah, you're more likely to get like a Raider Raid truck turning up. Uh, all right. Else. In in that case, I I will take what I can get. Is there is there any kind of show support? Like, do they have a an emergency, you know, I need an emergency medical treatment number. Um, sh- yeah, there's like a tr- there's like a radio channel you can get on and be like, hey, we've got a person down. They're out of the race. We need help. Yeah, I will. I will call them and and say, um, we've got. I've got one of the true survivors who uh, just survived a very traumatic experience, and I think she's in a little bit of shock. Uh, could use some medical assistance uh, in the park outside of uh, it, uh, right right around the Eiffel Tower. Uh, l- l- listen, listen, Emriel, baby. Uh, you know we got we got a lot going on. You know, Francis, Francis, chaos. We 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 we. You know, we're we're being vilified in the press at the moment. Okay, I don't I don't think it's a good idea. You get over here. To... You get over here. I'm gonna rip your spine out through your mouth. You know what, Emriel? I like the way you think, baby. You're an ideas gal. Uh, I think it's a brilliant press opportunity to show your human side. We're going to get somebody right over there. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> um, how things going up in the control room? Uh, is, so what is she, do, like, dealt with? Oh. Yeah, she's trapped in a di- in diamond clothes. They're not yep. moving. Um, okay, she's cool. like trying to. She's trying to do the. She's trying to do the trick of you move your molecules so quick you phase out. Except she's just <laughs> on fucking super meth, so it doesn't do anything. It, like you can hear her like bones breaking as she's trying to jostle her limbs around in the diamond clothing. That's very distressing. And they're just slamming yeah. at high speed. It's her, it's her fault for having bones. She's doing like one millimeter punches, basically, with her elbow <laughs> into diamond. Uh huh. Okay. Cool. We'll uh, ignore that for a bit. Yuri, you found flush. Mm, uh, yeah. <laughs> I like I look over the chairs and I'm like, uh, "Hey, hey, guys, I'm." Yeah, just Yuri, not... Yeah, you know? Yeah. Good morning. 
Although I it's like actually out there. Greta floated into the control room and tried to assess what the hell is happening. There's a lot of lights going off and a few alarms. Uh, and, uh, uh, yeah. Should I kind of make a super science check to Go see for if it. I can figure out how to pilot this thingy? Go for it. Uh, that's a plus three. This thing will will crash in the next ten minutes. The question is, will it crash like uh, will it crash like a uh, will it crash like the Hindenburg, or uh -huh. will or will it crash like uh, a drunk person on a bicycle? Um, I'm guessing the bicycle is the better option. Yeah, you know, it's it's not graceful, but yeah. uh, nobody it dies. It doesn't involve. Oh, fire. okay. Um. Uh. So, Greg. Greg I was trying to. I was trying to remember the name of the flight number of the plane that landed on the Hudson River, but it just kept escaping oh. me. You could have just said like the plane on the Hudson. Yeah. I don't remember the flight number. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Um, so Greg turns to his compatriots and says, uh, I just want to check. We would prefer that this vessel not explode with us in it, correct? The triplets well, you wanted it, didn't you, Greg? slowly and nod yes. I thought so. Um, so uh, Greg can't manipulate the controls himself, but uh, he tells someone... So, did I figure out how, like, do I know how to make you it crash? You know how the controls are. It'll be a matter of what in Paris do you want to land this vehicle on top of? Because there's no if, space open enough, close enough, yeah. that you won't destroy something. If I Could spent a fate point to bring me up yeah, to plus five. Yeah, there's the Eiffel that... Park that you're on top of. Yeah, that sounds good. Let's crush the Eiffel and the park. Well, if I spent a fate point to give me plus five instead of plus three, would that make a difference? Um, it'll mean that I won't make you roll again to decipher the controls. Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, I'm going to use my uh, smartest card in the room. Sure. Or, oh, plus two. Oh, oh, are you though? <laughs> no, you are. Yeah. <laughs> so um, and a, a, like, phone ringing, like an old phone ringing starts going off in the room. Greg's never really heard an old phone ring, so it just sounds like another alarm to you. Oh. Is there a, is there a phone nearby? Uh, yes, on the wall. There's a box with a phone picture on it. Yeah, I'll, I'll pick it up and answer it. Yeah, it's a, like a, it looks an old phone. It's like, <laughs> Joan, is that you? We need some. We need to level this thing off. People screaming in French. French, French Yuri, you have no idea what they say. Uh, and I'm like, uh, Greg, it's for you. Oh, uh, I float over towards the speaker. Hello? Who the fuck is this? In French. Je m'appelle Greg. <laughs> <laughs> fuck! And then the phone hangs up. Oh. oh. They do not wish to talk. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I guess, uh, you said we're right above the Eiffel Tower now? You're above Eiffel Park. 
I don't know if that's the name of that park, by the way, listeners. But, but yeah. Ah. It's, uh, a big it's, the... it's got a big thing. It's got the Eiffel Tower in it. Yeah. It's the... I think the people the, of France will understand if you knock down the Eiffel Tower. It was only meant to be up for a year anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But they've it's kind of got attached time. to it. Uh, could we crash into the Seine? Is that an option? All of it. Uh, you couldn't crash the whole ship in. <laughs> the Seine's not that big, and your ship's the size of yeah. a city block. All right. Well, then I guess yeah, we're going I down. Figure, the park. I figure the I figure the park is a good thing because it's just less people. Yeah. Less, yeah. Very few. As people long as nobody went point. to the Prometheus school of running away from things, you should be fine with the park. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you said we have ten minutes, right? At max. At max. Okay. So, um. So since I decipher the controls, I'm going to tell one of the. I'm going to say, well, the ship is going to crash. I don't believe there's anything that we could do to stop that. However, if uh, one of you would be kind enough to man the controls, I could tell you how to mitigate the damage and not destroy half of Paris. Amriel, you see the radio raid trucks like coming closer, and you also see like flashes of gunfire and like laser bolts and like beams of blue light and stuff on the slanted 45 degree angle UFO that is meandering towards Eiffel Tower in the sky above you. I turn, I turn to, uh, I, I turn to Alex and I say, I think, I think the, the rest of the true survivors are still fighting the Valkyrs. Um, I'm going to go help your friends. You stay here and, and wait for the nice men in the ambulances. Wait, take this, and she like moves up to you, and you think she's about to kiss you, and she pushes a gun into your hand. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You swear you heard like the romantic score swell in the background, and then it's like there's a gun in your hand. All right, Uh, (laughs) I I kind of, I kind of, I kind of give her a nod, and uh, and then I take to the sky. Uh, yeah, you see that the true survivors are fucking, uh, locked down. Um, they are pinned between the Valkyrs and the fucking French fascist super cucks. Um, (laughs) and they're, they're like ripping up hull plating and shooting jagged beams of ice out of their hands and one of them's got like um hellfire streaming out of his chest uh and the valkyrs are like laying down suppressing fire and the true survivors are just struggling to not die all right um you still have your radio so you could get in contact with the team Greg says, oh, Amriel, um, just so you know, we have about 10 minutes before the ship crashes into the Eiffel Tower. I'm up on the hull. I'm up on the hull, Greg. Um, the true survivors. Oh, don't be there. <laughs> the true survivors don't have that long. Might be a good lie. <laughs> the true survivors don't have that long. They're, uh, they're pinned down between the, the Valkyrs and the space Nazis. I don't know. How many are there of the true survivors? 
There is four of the six there. Oh. There's four up here. Um, I, I managed to save Alex. Uh, she's, she's on the ground. Um, I need help. Is there anything in the... Well, um, we found Yuri, but But now he's Hitler. He's what? He's he's Hitler now. Look, never mind. Just (laughs) send him up here. Uh, All right. Uh, Yuri, uh, (laughs) Amriel can use your help on the top of the hall to fight super soldiers. Um, I kind of like look down at myself. And then, like, up at Greg. You might want to put on like, pants. I think TKS might be better at that. Oh, very well. Maybe uh, I should pilot the ship. <laughs> I, look at, I look at over at the triplets. Takuma looks nervous. He's like, no, I think, I think this is a three-person job. I think Greg's going to need us. Um... Where, where on the with since I'm in communication with Amriel, uh, where on the hull are they? Amriel, you don't fucking know. They're on yeah. top of the thing. There's... Just, just come up to the top of the goddamn ship, and they'll, you'll see the laser fire and the. Yuri is no use to you in the states. He's all flesh and squishy bits. You see right. one of the one of the Valkyries throws like a three pronged. Uh, steel blade uh, your way, and you just managed to dodge it? Um, I'm going to chuck the gun at her. <laughs> Throw the gun. <laughs> just like- barely misses her. Um, Is there any kind like- of like defensive things on the hull? Like, can I turn on guns on the hull that I can point at the people? Nothing you can aim. Remember that this is not like... Right, yeah, it's just like bombardier positions. Uh, shit. So they'd be uh, like, like flat around cannons and, I'm like, and stuff, but it would be like, the flat cannons would be fired by crew. Peep, yeah. Um, I look around and I'm like, I'm going to need a bit of pep. Anyone going to raid a raid? <laughs> no, but we have some Nazi <laughs> super serum. You be heads, you raid a raid. <laughs> and I look at Greg and I'm like, super serum? Uh, you said she had some extra vials, right? Uh, I said you could look to see if she did, but Emriel has boost patches. I was just going to say, I have some boost patches, and we said we were leaving them as uh, Schrodinger's boost Schrodinger's patches. boost patches. He has well, five, five of them. He has five I... of them, and he has three varieties. Okay, cut to this, right? It's like... I'm like I'm gonna need I'm gonna need a bit of pep, so I'll give you a raid raid, and then right it like switches to like up it on the the top of the the hull, and it's like all hell breaking loose with these like lasers flying around, and then like shards of metal and like, Hitler, like giant lasers, Hitler and then like a hatch just hole. like a hatch like hisses, and then like swings open, and shirtless Hitler in cargo pants and cargo boots like swaggers up with a can of raid raid. <laughs> And just like <laughs> drinks it down in slow motion, and then just like tosses it to the wind. No, no, you toss it at one of the guys as you start running <laughs> yeah, towards them. Just like chucking it. <laughs> and I assume uh-huh. that Emriel's just gonna fly down and slap a boost patch on your back. 
Yeah. Uh -huh. that. So that it looks like, like no, high so five. that it looks like Raider Raid gave you superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> and we all like, I, I like that. What if we, like what if we high five and, like, and I high five it onto him? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. You like high oh. five as you go past as I like throw this can at someone. Now, because Amriel's the one with the boost patches, Amriel gets to decide what superpower you get. Oh god. Um, I mean, you could just roll a one. Uh, yeah, we could random roll, but I, they're not. I don't know how many there are in there. Um. Hang on, let me. Wait, which page are boost patches on? Oh no, you've um, got boost patches in your book, don't you? I've got them open right now. Okay. My uh, PDF is really loading slow here. Um, Strength. Well, you don't want a trauma patch, so we'll just. But you might roll one because. So there's strength, trauma, chameleon, reflex, teleports, stamina, blast, nullify, telekinesis, telepathy. That's ten. Um, genius. Neuromancer, Sentinel, what's that, 13? Um, energy Construct, 14? That's it. There's 14 varieties. Do, do we want to roll, or, like, otherwise I'm fine with just, like, strength? Okay, I would give you strength, or I was thinking blast. Whatever's useful. You pick pick one. I'm going to pick um, blast. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of down for super whatever. All right, so it's extraordinary tier. That's good. Uh huh. Um, it's got shoot range and shoot spray. Good. Um, the user can release force bolts in two different ways. So yeah, have fun. What, what do I have? Okay, I just have the power blast. Yeah, and it's extraordinary. Yeah, you just feel your body, like, full of energy. And you can describe, like, the kind of energy blast that it is however you want. So yep. you'll be like, ice blast or lightning. <laughs> I don't care. And, it's the same. And you can, also, you can also chain lightning people. Yeah. Oh. Nice. Um, does it have a, like, plus? Um, it doesn't look like it. It looks like you just have it at base. It says it costs six skill points. Um, but it doesn't mean anything. It says you can substitute for shooting. Yeah. Yeah, so, so you, you can, you, if you have shoot. Right. I don't have shoot. shoot. But, I mean, really, isn't shooting energy out of your hands a ranged melee attack? True. It's just a really far punch. Isn't it? Just a really isn't far it, punch? Isn't it, though? Isn't, isn't it, it like throwing a shooting star? Isn't it exactly like throwing a shuriken? I'm I'm having um, so it has shoot and spray, yeah yeah. I'm having flashbacks to D and D three five where you have to make a ranged touch attack. That's basically what it is. Yeah, you okay. can use your your whatever your sword business. Right. So so like yeah, I like t I like skull down this raider aid, chuck it at someone, high five Emriel as I go past, and then like still walking forwards, just like cast my hand outwards, palm open, um, yeah. and a, a beam of energy, um, which I would say looks... I'll say um, this before you go much further. You can yep. kill the fascists with impunity, because you're already a terrorist in France. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So why not? You yep. might get disqualified if you shoot at the Valkyrs. 
Yep. Well, would the fascists attack him if suddenly Hitler comes out of their fucking ship? They're French fascists. Well, they're, they're fascists. French fascists. Right. They're, they're, they're iffy on Hitler. Mm. Um, it's contentious. Yeah, it's good ideas, but he also invaded France, so... Um, and, like, yeah, I, like, throw the red away can direct, like, and, like, bounces off one of the fascist heads, and then I, like, cast my hand towards him, and this, shoot this beam of energy, which is, I think, I imagine it as being kind of like a reddish-orange beam of sparkler kind of thing. Go for it, that sounds <laughs> like, it's, fine. Like, this, this flaring sparkle, like, Hitler, Yuri, is dream. apparently Jubilee. Yeah. <laughs> um, with, a, with a bit of, like, sparks. Yeah, cool. Yep. Cool. <laughs> Make me your attack. He doesn't have a defense ability. Um, actually, he doesn't have a defense ability. I'm just saying, actually, because who? Which one is it going to be? Yeah. Uh, plus two. Blast. Nice. So you got plus two overall. Uh, do you want mm-hmm. Claude, Patrick, George, or Michael? Ooh. Let's go Claude first. Yeah, fuck Claude. Claude is a good choice. Uh, so the guy <laughs> that's got like a constant stream of hellfire coming out of his chest, yep, you yep. light him up. Uh, and he's like, ah, ah, ah. He's like trying to pat himself as he's like incinerated in sparks. And now there's just like an energy beam strafing the sky as he's like, curling backwards and trying to put out his fire. Um, the, you hear the Valkyries shouting at one another uh, and you notice that there's only uh, there's five of them on deck. Uh, there should be six because they, nor- they took six at, you, uh, they normally take six out with them. They have ten mm-hmm. in their roster. And you only hmm. see five. Yep. Um, and you—they're not—they don't have any like any energy beams or anything. And then you see um, Oda, their leader, um, yep. make like a bunch of hand gestures to the other ones. They don't look like um, like SWAT tack. They look like some other weird hand sign. Um, mm-hmm. You don't. Qu- it looks more like it looks more like sign language than like. SWAT tactical hand yep. sign. Um, and then, like, uh, <laughs> and then, where are all of the lists of the crazy action cops? <laughs> um, Vic Graves stands <laughs> up, revolver in one hand, Uzi in the other, in the other. His mustache blowing, his grey mustache blowing in the wind. And he's like, good timing! And he just <laughs> unloads at the fascists. And then you see um, Jason Judo do like a flying kick uh, to the um, to the fascist dude that's shooting out ice bolts. And then he's just like multiple uh, martial arts strikes to the guy's head. And he's just beating him up. Uh, it's get, the tides have turned, evidently. Um, mm. which one do you want to try and kill next? Uh, what was the options? Ice. 
Um, let's see. Who do we have? Who Super is strong guy? Who is not being attacked? Where the fuck are the names? They're, they're on the other document. Um, Michael and George, probably. Actually, I'll just yeah. Essentially, I after I like beamed um, Klaus, Claude, um, Claude, I then like uh, bring like both hands over, and then just send like a rapid, um, like double set of blasts at both of them, just nice. like spraying the area. All right, make an attack roll for me. Uh, uh, Amriel, what are you doing? Um, I think I'm going to go for the Valkyrs. Um, I want to, can I, can I disarm them? I don't want to, I don't want to yeah, hurt them. You can them fight them, because... you just can't kill them. So you can't like yeah. throw them off the building or stab them in a vital yeah. organ with your sword. You can cut off their arm though, that's allowed. All right. <laughs> that's, that's good. Um, they've, they've got firearms, you said? They're, they've got, they're they've got, like, M16s and M4 carbines and stuff, and then, like, tactical swords. They've got swords made from modern materials and in the style of, like, modern combat knives. Alright. Um... I think I'm going to pick one of them and uh... um let's see who's on the roster today uh Oda uh Brinja Amalia Avelia and Hildi are here uh Oda was the one who threw my girlfriend off of the crashing spaceship so fuck her Oda's uh, also the leader Oda's also yeah. the woman you met with in Marseille there's a lot going for fucking up Oda. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna... She... she hmm. uh, I'm gonna... I'm gonna swoop down on her and try to take her M16 away. Alright. Let's see. What are you rolling? I'm gonna go with Demon Warrior on that because I'm pretty much using my you know, demon wings to tear. Um, tear is ascendant. You have uh, you have one level on her, so replace one of your dice with a d6 and add that to your successes. Sweet. She's a superhuman. Okay. Wow. I rolled a minus and a two, so I'm at plus four. Nice. Um. So you grab her gun and yank it out of her hands and she just like opens her hands up and lets it go and you see um, her hand, one of her hands drops to her side and pulls a knife uh, and the other one she holds out to the side and you see one of the other uh, Valkyries throw uh, a uh, like spearhead, a, a sword headed spear into her hand and she like twirls it around in front of her uh, and uh, and screams over the wind I've been meaning to test my metal against you demon bitch oh oh she's into it apparently you see rage in her eyes she's All right. too invested in this fight apparently in, in that case, uh, Amriel is going to summon her sword. And the two of them are going to have a duel on the 
outer hull of a crashing spaceship. Yeah, you see a bunch of the um, other Valkyries as you start to clash blows. Um, they're laying down like covering fire and like throwing out smoke grenades and stuff and just pulling back like they're getting off the ship. Uh, and you can hear, uh, and then we'll start with your duel, I guess. All right. Um, as as Greg is comically commanding the triplets. <laughs> no, no, that lever. This lever? No, the one above it. The one that is clearly labeled in something in German. <laughs> I, I don't speak German. I speak Portuguese and Japanese. Oh. <laughs> and I imagine, I imagine it's very interesting whenever Greg's like that lever, but without any hands to point. Yeah. Without <laughs> any without means of gesturing. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right, Emriel. So, what do you do? This woman's like got this spear sword and a knife. And I've got a, I've got my flaming sword. Uh, I'm gonna. I, I suppose we slowly circle each other, like you know. Nah, she's she's not that kind of fighter. No, no. No, okay. she goes straight at you. None of this circling business. If she circles you, she'll fucking fall off the thing. It's on a forty-five degree angle. True. <laughs> um. All right. In that case, um. I I she she's got that spear, and as you pointed out, it. It doesn't necessarily mean she'll die if I cut off her arm. I'm going to try to, you know, separate her and that uh, that spear. All right. So you are at Ascendant Tier. So um, you have replaced one of yours with a D6. Actually, no, because my my um, sword is only at uh, Superhuman. So oh, sweet. Even... So you're the same, which yeah. makes this more uh, even fight. Oh, um, you know what? I'm going to spend the fate point to re-roll that because I don't want to roll minus minus. Mm, that could be bad. Yeah. It's my last fate point, too. But You could try and get a compel. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I might need it. Okay, plus plus is better. So I'm at plus five. Sweet. Uh... So you beat her. Uh, so you're trying to cut off her arm, right? Uh, yeah. Right. It doesn't necessarily have to be at the shoulder. Like if she's, depending on how she's holding the spear, it could be at the forearm or. Uh, so know, she's uh, twir- She sort of she stops with the twirling business. The mean, like she only twirled it because of the momentum. Uh, and yeah. then she takes like a step towards you as she's like holding the spear in a weird defensive block, uh, and then you just step around it and cut through her hand. Uh, and she screams out. It's like, Fah! and um, you see like a line of blue blood stretch out between her hand, and, well, her forearm and her elbow. Um, and it's like there's a sticky honey sap of cyan but connecting her severed limb to her body. 
Um, and she's just like, oh, that's a good tactic. How's that metal working out for you? I think you'd do well in the veil. And then she charges towards you again and she's like, um, she's like moving her hand around, her knife hand around at rapid angles, trying to change. She's like doing five feints with the knife at once so that you don't know where she's going to go. And she's going to attack you. What do you do to defend? Um, I'm going to swing my sword up and uh, parry the blows. Alrighty. All right. Well, no more fate points, so I got to take that. I rolled a minus. Uh, so I'm at plus two. Uh, she is also at plus two. So the knife comes in and you ju- and you just manage to... You don't really block it with your sword as much as you block it with your arm. Your arm collides against her forearm and stops the knife from getting close. Uh, and then she sort of pulls back. Um, and you see her... Uh, she sort of drops the knife and grab, rips open a pocket on her vest and pulls out a boost patch and slaps it on her neck. Uh, and you see the blue uh, line of honey blood tighten like a rope being ratcheted. And the hand starts pulling back towards her arm. It's like, I'm not so easily defeated. I don't spend $10 million a quarter to get my hand cut off and die on a Nazi UFO. What are you going to do? <sighs> um, I think, let's see. She has, you said the, the arm is sort of knitting itself back together with the... It's pulling back towards her. So she's not going to have the hand for like another turn or so, but the point is she's healing that wound. Okay. Can I just go and kick it off the side? Uh, you can try. All right. Make me an athletics check. Um, would you let me substitute Demon Warrior for that or do I have to make athletics? I will let you substitute Demon Warrior. Yeah. Demon soccer. Yep. Okay. Um, so I'm at plus six. Mm-hmm. Well, you fucking kick her hand off. She doesn't have any defense. Um, you see the line of blue, like, treacle follow it. Like, it's still, like, it's a, a liquidy rope. It's still connected to her. She's like, <sighs> one-handed it is. And she <laughs> pulls another knife uh, out. I'm just like, it seems unfair that I have to do this one-handed, but I suppose you had to handicap me somehow. And then she attacks you. All right. Um you know what? I'm just gonna. I I have I have stress capacity health. I'm just gonna stand there and see if I can take it. All right. She does three damage to you as she rams a knife right into your abdomen. Okay. So I don't get I don't get like a roll to absorb that or anything or. Um. You're just tanking it. So. All right. 
What's your? You've got stress capacity, right? Yeah. So how much? Um, I haven't looked at that trapping. <laughs> so basically, that gives me three extra health boxes. Right. So instead of having three, you have six. I have six, okay. and I th think I can take an additional consequence of each type or two of the types. I forget. Right. Okay. So I guess you have the consequence. Um, appendectomy. All right. I mean, I could. You know what? I'm just. I'm just going to take the damage and not take a consequence. All right. So you take three damage. Okay. And she just shoves the knife. Just like interesting strategy. Your turn. Um. All right. <sighs> you know what? Um. Those, I'm, I'm sure she's not using those legs right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna relieve them, relieve her of them. Uh, I will say this: you do see that there's some kind of armor on her leg and torso. Okay. Uh, it's some kind of combination of um, plate and tack armor. Okay. Um, in that case, I'll go for the other arm. All right, the arm that is in your abdomen. Yeah. Which may make it easier to hit. Who knows? Indeed. All right. Uh, that is at plus three. All right. Let me roll. Out. I broke even. I, I think that was a glitch. I'm going to re-roll because I got the exact same result as I did last turn. That makes more sense. Uh, I got one. Okay. Uh, so what did you get? I got three. Yeah. So... Um, you were attacking her, so yeah, you slice her arm. You don't sever it, but you slice it all, uh, slice it pretty bad. And she yanks back, like, "You're real good." Um, what would happen next? Um, you see the uh, her team, like, there's one of them still up on the edge of the. Uh, thing they sort of ran down to the point closest to the ground and they must have jumped off or something and you see one of them shouting come on Oda we need to get the fuck out of here she's not worth it think of the mission uh, and Oda sort of stares you into the eye into your eyes like she's got she's got a desperate need to prove something she's not trying to prove herself to you though um, and she says, well, I guess we'll see you at sea. And she starts sprinting down the, uh, the dish, the UFO. Um, hmm. Do I want now? Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to let her go and, All right. and we will continue this later. Yuri, are you back? Yep. Sweet. Uh, so you, you've, you and the true survivors have been shooting these neo-fascists, incinerating them <laughs> in your magic laser beams. Yep. Um, and Vic Graves, uh, comes over to you, Uzi in one hand, revolver in the other. Seemingly, his revolver has an unlimited amount of bullets. Mm -hmm. uh, 
because he has weaponized uh, 80s cop tropes. Um, you got an escape plan for this, son? We're taking it into a rough landing. Oh, Jesus. All right. Everybody hold on to something. <laughs> uh, back in the command module. Um, no, the other button. Oh, this one? <laughs> You yes. guys all hear this loud thumping, like, uh, inception noise. <laughs> Something rising out of the ocean to kill us all. Um, you hear, like, a loud, thunderous um, stutter, and then a huge explosion as uh, Greg has just dumped all of the fuel into the thrusters to try and level this shit out. Well, Greg told someone else to do it. Well, yeah, same difference. Greg will be the one yes. that is celebrated at the uh, human medal ceremony, like in the new, like in the New Hope film. Oh, right, like that thing that they have. You will be given medals and pants. Um. And you guys slam into the Eiffel Tower. Uh, sort of like when the spaceship slams into um, the towery things at the end of Men in Black. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just like metal wrapping around this floating factory. Um, there's a lot of dead neo-fascists. Uh, does anybody have a cool quip? <laughs> As you're coughing and spluttering in this dust and smoke. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love the way Finn was just like, weakly, no. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Yeah, so, I can't think of any. Yeah, good yeah. Well, there's there's a lot That's to good. be had <laughs> in this base. So there's historical relics. There's a whole super drug laboratory. Um, there's the base itself. There's several uh, weapons of mass destruction. Uh, the question is, do we actually get to keep any of it? Because we did just crash it into, you know. Paris. Paris. And the French authorities are anti-base raiding. Yep. We weren't base raiding. We were saving Paris. That's yeah. true. We were. Perhaps, perhaps that will the be... The headline uh, the next day is Hitler saves Paris. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a good exit line. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like smoking, smoking everything and then just like a newspaper slaps onto a desk. Yeah. With a picture of the floating base. It's like the, it the, it's the it's the office of like uh the French uh anti base raiders uh unit and the president <laughs> is the one the French president's the one that's put the newspaper down. Uh is like Jack, I know you're gonna hate this, but we have to let him keep the spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> We need to let Hitler keep the spaceship. He saved Paris, Jack. <laughs> Besides, it's his in the first place. I don't like it any more than you do, but he's got they've got the popular opinion. 
You know, they've captured uh, the hearts and minds of the people of Paris. Is the UFO actually something that I could fly into space, or that could be flown into space? The, I mean, so the hull of it is complete trash. Like, it's, it's, it's such a stupid way to build it. But, like, the basic superstructure, the chassis, is useful. The anti-grav thing is tops, because that means you just need rocket fuel to... You can use the anti-grav to get you to a certain height... And mm-hmm. then use the rockets to get you further up. At the worst case scenario, it's a good uh, launch platform because you're launching from a, you can launch from a higher altitude. Right. Uh, so okay. there's a, there's there's something. The, the, the bigger question is where do you keep it? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't guess, fly anymore. I mean, you could jury rig it. it. You could jury rig it to to hover a few hundred meters. <laughs> Uh, I guess we don't have we don't have like a base camp anywhere, do we? We just kind of wander yeah. around in between. What's, what's that tropical island you guys spent some time at? <laughs> the um, one that the one that we blew up with a volcano. New Georgia. New, yeah, you guys could take it to New Georgia. I'm sure they'd be happy for the boosted tourism. <laughs> could I fly like, island? Could it be able to fly it there? Yeah, you just basically set it's it to Georgia. autopilot. Take it like a month to get there, so it'd get there just as the next uh, heat started. And we, okay. we land it just we just landed on like a little a little sand atoll, and then you just have a, a new island. Yeah, there you, you just strip yeah. off the metal and you sell the scrap metal to the people of New Georgia. <laughs> they get some scrap metal, and you get to build a super base. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom, bada da bee bing dam boom. All right, so that that is. With the, they can they can gut the whole thing, but he'll take the ship and the engines. Yeah, they and take the Raider raids like all right, all right. We'll take the historical relics and the nuclear weapons and, and I'm, the nuclear weapons. Hitler. You're gonna keep Hitler? <laughs> I'm keeping. I mean, Hitler. as a historical relic, it's probably the best bit, but. <laughs> to be honest, it's only like fifty percent Hitler's actual genome, so. Mm. The rest is all Spanish super soldier. <laughs> you can um, you could pilot that demon suit now, though. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, so you guys do get uh, you do find out where the next um, heat is going to be. You get told that you're going to wherever Heat Five will be, um, and then like a week before, there's a colossal tropical uh, cyclone. Uh, in the um, near near, uh, near Hawaii, uh, and Raiderade tells you that scratch that Heat Four is in Hawaii. More specifically, Heat Four is in uh, the Pacific Ocean. Uh, hmm. The next mission is at sea during a hurricane. Uh-huh. Raiderade oh. found a base in the ocean, and they were waiting till there was a storm right on top of it, because it would make good television. That's why that was the wild card. They were waiting for a storm to be there, because they're <laughs> like, "Yeah, it's just flat ocean. That's not very exciting." So, I, I thought go. for a second you were going to say that the base was inside the hurricane. That would also—I mean, technically, yes—the base was the storm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's actually a hunter storm. Uh, it was teleported <laughs> here. 
No! We cannot, but we, we have to forfeit this run. <laughs> That'd be terrifying for Greg. I yeah, mean, for Greg, Greg. I, I expect many Hunter Storm anecdotes. All right, I'll start. I'll start coming up with some stuff. Um, trying to get through the hurricane. So I think uh, after after the heat is over, Amriel is going to go to the Raiderade people and try to make the case that the Valkyrie should be disqualified because they turned on their teammates. And also, Oda tried to throw my girlfriend, or did throw my girlfriend, off of the ship, which is... Nah. So Raiderade comes back at you with, well, so technically they had arrived at the base and therefore the betrayal was perfectly within the rules. Secondly, at no point uh, did the Valkyrs use lethal force. This is the Valkyrs actual like lawyer. They've hired an actual lawyer for this situation. Uh, it's like my client, Oda, uh, didn't attempt to kill uh, Miss Remington, uh, she tried to throw her into an enemy combatant. How was Oda to know that the enemy combatant would move out of the way, thus sending Miss Remington, unfortunately, over the side of the super base? Uh, uh, obviously, we will accept whatever punishment Raider Raid uh, brings to bear, but I would like to remind you that Embryel sliced off the arm of my client uh, without knowing anything about her physiology. Uh, she had no assurances that my client wouldn't bleed to death. My, so, my sword is on fire. It would have cauterized. Again, uh, you have no uh, idea what potential uh, chemical compounds could be running through my client's blood. Her blood may have been in, uh, flammable. Uh, she may have been impervious to fire, in which case, again, your attack would not have cauter cauterized her wound, thus causing her to bleed to death. Thankfully, my client had a uh, regeneration boost patch on hand, or else she would have died. So, um, really, who is to blame? Who Yuri, is at fault? Yuri sitting directly beside Amriel in like a, a relatively smart suit sort of leans across and says... <laughs> It's got a pretty good point. Damn, I didn't know your lawyer was such a Nazi. <laughs> hey! Amriel Am is just, like, burning rage, and she's, she's really considering grabbing the lawyer and... and Defenestrating him? Yes. I love that you use that word. Well, you know, I listen to RPPR. <laughs> um, yeah, um, so it's not a definite no, but it, basically their uh, the Valkyrie's lawyer's strategy is going to be argue who was truly in the wrong uh, until uh, heat four starts, and if they haven't made a decision before then, then it will get postponed till after heat four, and then he'll do the same thing. Until heat five starts, and then the delay, same thing delay, until delay. heat six, and then after that, it doesn't matter. Right. And we need to prep, so we don't really we don't have a dedicated lawyer to sit there and do that. Yeah. I mean, we could hire one. You could probably hire one. True. Sell a boost patch and hire a lawyer. 
Um, as you are, I, 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 dispatch to become a lawyer. Yes, <laughs> there's, there's, a, there. there's a genius one in there, so you totally could. As the uh, back back a few a few days, as the the ship, the UFO quote unquote lands, uh, Greg turns to the triplets with him and says, "I apologize for the things that I did to you." Um, that is all. I will no longer attempt to sabotage your systems. Yes, my plan worked. I forged a bond between you and TKS. So now <laughs> it is only the Valkyrs that are the assholes. Yes. And one um, assholes. And I like... <laughs> after, uh, as we're like leaving that like court hearing and stuff, I think... Um, Yuri sort of like comes up beside um, Amriel and sort of says quietly to her, well, I uh, guess we have the answer to whether we're playing the game or playing the heroes. Hey. Ooh, good line. Says Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what Amriel comes back with. Says Hitler. Hitler says And then I just like wave the newspaper in front of her. <laughs> <laughs> Every, uh, Yuri's gonna like sticky tape that to the dashboard of the car. <laughs> Every time someone di uh, disagrees with you, you're just gonna be like, "Well, well, don't uh, forget that I saved Paris." <laughs> yep. Uh, wonderful. Uh, so, um, because of the uh, super ship that you guys negotiated for, you only get a net gain of four skill points. Oops. Sorry, I hope, wait, do you guys mind if I keep the super ship? Nah, no, not at all. Because we can all use it. I'm yeah, just exactly. eventually going to use it to return to my home planet. I mean, you guys can come. I honestly think that, like, like all three of us got very important character gains from this. Yeah, and like for you to have a good character gain, you need that ship. So, okay. fine. Also, we don't have anything to spend our skill points on anyway. So, yeah, indeed, doesn't matter. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, so, how'd you guys find that? Good. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I really enjoyed it. I was. I probably <laughs> should have expected a Hitler clone in there somewhere, but I really didn't. I didn't. As, as soon as as soon as it was a fleshy body and I was at the tank, I was like, "Oh boy, is it?" There? Well, so so because we're still streaming because I haven't ended it yet. Um, the reason it's a Hitler cone is because during planning, when these guys get to pick what the purpose of the base and stuff was, mm -hmm. somebody was like, "Oh, it's an immortal, it's an immort Hitler's immortality uh, laboratory where he was being treated by a doctor for immortality," and I'm like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna transfer his brain into a younger clone of himself. They'd already done it four times. Nice. A younger, sexier clone. Well, you know, this was the best clone. Right. He was saving this, was, this one for a special occasion. This was the <laughs> this was the old boy. The war's almost over, and I need to not be me anymore. Clone. This is this, this was is the my victory speech clone. Clones. Yeah, it was my victory clone. It was either who I better head to Brazil or who we just conquered the world clone. Yeah. It was one of the two. See, could, uh, I want everyone Yuri to think, oh, wow, Hitler worked out. 
Yuri can definitely get some plastic surgery though, so he's not as Hitlery. He might not. He might embrace it. I think yeah, that's true. It. Well, Hitler did say Paris. You could finally start to turn around that bad rap that Hitler got. No, no, this is the new rap. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm wow. Not, I, I, just realized that, Hitler's I just PR. realized that Hitler is Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> that's weird. But yeah, you could definitely you, you could pilot your demon suit now because you've mm-hmm, got biological mm-hmm. And now I shoot power beams? Is that permanent? Boost patches aren't permanent. Aren't? No. Okay, cool. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, they wear off. <laughs> so Pretty you now know that one of the types of boost patches you have, Ryan, are blast patches. Okay. So you have I two other types, and you have four patches left. I, I also have to say, high-fiving a boost patch onto Hitler... Uh, on a crashing Nazi spaceship <laughs> has got to be one of the most badass scenes I've ever participated in in a role-playing game. It was a very dynamic run in terms of scene descriptions. Yeah. <laughs> it was the most cinematic, and I think I would like to t- attempt to continue this this cinematic nature. Yes. yes we'll, see I how we, we'll see how we go. I need to think... Uh, I mean, I think it's in part because of, like, the location chosen, like, it's Paris, and then, like, yeah. the content of... It's fucking... It's a Nazi super base. It's just like, yep, it's real evocative. Yeah. Mind you, we've got some interesting stuff for the next one. Yeah, um, and then one of them's the moon, so, like... One of them's the moon. That's going to be heaps evocative. I imagine this. I imagine the next one will be a bit Pacific Rim, in just yes. like horror storm yeah. over the ocean. Yeah. So this this you, is not the secret run. Uh, it is. It's the wild card race. It yeah. is the wild card. Yeah, it's yeah. the one that you had. You didn't know that when it was going to be, and you didn't know what it was. The information you you got found out last week or last run rather that. The ocean was gonna be involved because, um, actually, it was a run before. Because Oda, when you had the meeting with her, said something about boats. Right, mm-hmm. and and then when uh, she <clears throat> took off with her other Valkyrie, she said, "We'll see you at sea." Yeah, and then you're like, "I wonder what that was," because we're not going to the ocean. We're going to maneuver. and then it was right. the ocean. Um, <laughs> and you've heard rumors. Where's the campaign notes? You've heard rumors of um, somebody mentioned that one of the races this season was going to be a hot lab um, filled yeah, with I... infected people. <laughs> so that was actually a thing that I think both of those were suggestions by Alex, but like you guys yeah. heard around camp. <coughs> yeah. Uh, it's like, well, it must be this one, because it's definitely not the other one that we were preparing for. Yeah. So this is Heat 4. So Heat 4 is in the ocean during a storm. And you and have no boat. Five is the moon. Uh, six is the moon, which is the last uh, race of their season. <laughs> we don't, and we don't know what five is yet. And we don't. And, and your characters know what five is, but cool, we, we haven't, haven't decided. decided. Right. Because yeah. okay. you'll pick that up after... After four, yeah. I mean, if I'd wanted to be more suspenseful, I could have made you guys plan for Heat 5, which would have originally been Heat 4, and then be like, nah, it's the wild card. But, like, (laughs) you would find out 
at the beginning of the next run anyway. So, yep. you might as well tell you now. And they have time, to, especially considering that the next run is not as many days away because of when we recorded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, but you guys don't have to prep for that one. I am the only one that has to come up with things. So it's not as right. hectic. So anyway. uh, in, in game, how many days do we have from when they tell us, oh, it's in the Pacific Ocean to the run? A week. Okay. You have enough time to work out what you if you're going to build a turn the car into a boat or just buy a boat and then yep. get there yeah anyway i'm gonna end the recording because this has gone a bit longer than i intended mm-hmm. uh but farewell <coughs> from the past i'm raymond